Greetings, and welcome to another episode of Duck, Duck, Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons in a basement and then put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 13, lucky number 13 of Duck, Duck, Dice. Uh, but Duck, Duck, Dice is part of the Party Foul Games family. And <laughs> Party Foul Games. Party, Party Foul Games. That's how Miriam would say it. That's Party Foul Games. But uh, the Game Goose Podcast is another show. It is. Clint it's on that. Tuesdays at 8 o'clock right here on the old Twitch. Uh, you can also listen to it as a podcast, which is what it first originally was still is uh it's also on our youtube ch- channel which uh you can find by googling party file games because we don't have enough followers to have a custom url for our youtube channel yet so, you can't just get those i think nope. you get those nope. Nope. no no oh, you gotta be like numbers. a youtube affiliate yeah, yeah it's like 52 numbers or something which yeah who knows? <laughs> we'll anyway, just rattle that off. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, tomorrow we're going to be talking about dating sims. So that's going to be fun and interesting. I'm, I'm invested. None of us play dating sims. <laughs> so but like, we all picked one and we played one for the uh, week of... Uh, what is it? What Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. That's the one. Yeah. So. But you're not talking like dating sims like you guys all... Controlled Sims and had no, 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 like visual novel dating Sims, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun stuff, Danny has something to say. Yeah, uh, I just have a couple of really super quick shout outs to Keith and Jess at Underground Oracle Publishing for being super, super cool um, and being friends of the stream. And same to the fine folks at Found Familiar Coffee. For the exact same reason. Super awesome people. And if you haven't checked them out yet, you absolutely should. Go find them on Twitter. And uh, in the ca- case of Underground Oracle, you can find them on DriveThruRPG. All right. Thank you to those fine folks, like Danny said. Ready to get rolling? All right. Racing through the Halcyon Plateau by way of a mechanical tram they discovered in a tunnel, our heroes have learned that the Gem Faithful Cult may be connected to more problems in the area than they initially realized. Not only did they find that Father Humphrey was some sort of devious, gray, and gangly creature who was brainwashing cult members to be gem slave laborers, he also was responsible for setting up the Grung Raid on Kavorka the night the party first met. The party discovered the creature confronted it, and ultimately slayed it within a secret yet lavish room hidden within the commune. Our heroes discovered a library with volumes of journals filled with information Father Humphrey had learned of his duped cult members, along with the heads of some of those members who had gone missing, which had been turned to stone. The elaborate scheme was all detailed in a manifest between Father Humphrey and one other individual who the party believes is Lemoyne Mardoon, the mysterious black-clad rider that they had spotted several times in Hornrock. A small note tucked away in the manifest on black paper summoned Father Humphrey and his correspondence to a city outside of the Halcyon Plateau. As one mystery gets solved, another begins to cast its shadow. Our heroes stand outside the Emerald Towers in the morning air of Hornrock and are heading to see the Stedman at the Mindmaster Manor. 
So, talking amongst yourselves, what is the plan once you reach the Steadman? Well, we know this man lives in the uh, vacancy. Are we just going to charge in there again like we did after old Grizzle? Well, yeah. Um, I guess it de- uh, depends on uh, how quick word gets back to him. He might still be pretty easy to spot riding through town and throughout the vacancy, too. That's um. true. We don't even know where he is in the vacancy yet. We've only know that he rides through it. We probably know where he isn't in a couple cases. Maybe once we get to the Steadman, he might know a little bit more about him, and maybe he's got a bit more notoriety in the city than what we've found yet. Maybe the Steadman knows about this estate. What was the place that uh, the note called out? Oh, uh, Windhaven. That's another city. I have no idea how far away that is. I don't even know if it's a city. It is a city. (laughs) Well, that's one mystery solved. How far are we at Stedman's? I mean, you guys are only a couple minutes walk. If you guys wanted an opportunity to game plan beforehand, you could. Should we turn in Luxon? What are we asking of the Stedman? I mean, I figure we try and get more information on the guy riding through town. Aren't we letting them know about the Gem Faithful and that they need to send soldiers out there to clean up the mess? Yes. Do we need to do that, or should we do that, before we've dealt with whatever this estate is? The Stedman wanted to keep his hands out of this until it was totally dealt with. I figure it's probably... It's probably in our best interest to report what we have so far. And it'll be in his hands on whether or not they do anything further. I mean, the only lead we have is to... What, wander the vacancy until we find this guy? We've seen him twice. And if he hasn't been back to camp, he doesn't know we're looking for him. Or that anything is wrong in the first place. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be casually riding around in his cart again. Besides, we can always ask if anybody else has seen him. So what's our plan with the Steadman then? <clears throat> Are we going there or are we going to yeah. skip off on it until we've dealt with it? I mean, he's right there. <laughs> he is, but... If we can get more information on Mardoon, I think that's probably smart to do. Well, do we want the Steadman to wait before sending folks to the Gem Faithful? <clears throat> I don't particularly care if he waits or not. We can ask his opinion on that, I suppose. Fair enough. He can make that decision. To the Steadman, then. To the Steadman. Alright. You all walk a few minutes uh, from the just outside the Emerald Towers uh, to the Mind Master Manor. You're given a respectful head nod by Levi, uh, the guard who seems to always be parked outside of here. 
Um, you relate to him that you wish to speak to the Steadman, and he ushers you inside. Uh, as you walk in, a group of dusty dwarves wearing mining gear sort of trudge out the doorway past you, kind of speaking to each other under gruff voices as you know the sounds of accounting and bookkeeping can be heard echoing down from the main uh, courtroom. But Levi leads you down a hall you haven't been down before, off to the left of the main entrance. Uh, and you head up a set of stairs that ends at a dark wooden door. He sort of raps on the door, and the sort of angular, um, high-cheekboned face of the Steadman uh, appears in the doorway. He says, yes, what is it? And says, uh, he relays the message um, back and says, yes, you may, you may come in. And he invites you into his quarters. So walking in, you can see that this looks like a combination office as well as bedroom. Uh, there's a best be, a desk, a bed, a desk. Um, on the desk are neatly stacked papers and scrolls, um, a handful of books kind of stacked on it. Uh, a red and yellow parrot sits in the window on a wooden dowel that has kind of been wedged into the opening, uh, who squawks when you enter. The Stedman approaches the bird, kind of gently pats it on its head, reaches into his robes and feeds it a little piece of something. He says, I assume you are here with a report on the business south of the city? Yes, that's right. We, um... Is this a safe place to talk? Yes, it is. I have not heard anything, so I assume that things have gone at least smoothly. Yes, but we don't think we're done yet. We wanted to give you a slight report that, at least at the commune, things, things seem to be been taken care of. Um, the... And what did you find out? It's not a normal case. Um, it was... seems to be some sort of ruse that people were being drawn there their riches taken from them, sold, and they were left to not wallow, but live in destitution while one sat in riches. And slave labor. And slave labor. Ultimately culminating in death. I kind of nudge you, like, do we tell them about the vile? I don't know what you're talking about. The, the, the dust. Gem. Oh. <laughs> well, the Stedman asks... I don't think I ever saw it either, but... Do you oh, bring really? any, any proof it. with you? Um, yes. Uh, Lex, could you get that book out of your backpack? Lex, do you have the head? Oh, that too. <laughs> yes? <laughs> oh, yes. Well... There's the book. <laughs> I will take the book over the head of the severed creature. <laughs> he kind of takes a hanky out of his cloak and sort of like picks the book up, <laughs> sliding the head away from it. 
Um, is the note in there as well? The no. no? Okay. Um, and he begins kind of flipping through it. I remove those from my inventory. He says, "I see two sets of handwriting here." That's what we came to report on. As we said, it's not done yet. There is another of these creatures. We think the two of them have been swapping places as Father Humphrey and this other fellow in town who do we know his name? We do. Uh, it's Lemoyne Mardoon. Mm. He seems to go to and from the camp fairly often. Well, that name does ring a bell. I can't quite be certain why. Wide brimmed hat, feather in it, dark cart, rides around. Yes, I'm afraid I don't know of the individual based off that description alone. However, I may be able to... Something tells me that this man may have done business with the Mind Master at some point, so... Have you heard of anything, any place called the Estate? Uh, Sounds like a somewhat arbitrary title for a home. I can't think of any particular location named that. Well, we have... Well, you have, I suppose, about 15... 10 to 15 folks who are going to need looking after for a little while at least at the Gem Faithful Commune. So you might want to send some help for them. And and the Acolytes? What of them? Well, the two that went missing are... Well, one is for sure dead. The other has been petrified. There may be a chance to bring him back, but we don't have the means ourselves. Hmm. And this book is the only thing that you found? Anything that may... There's ten heads and ten more books. The books, the other books, are accountings of the doings of these people's lives. They're private most thoughts and memories. Um, It seems that the creature masquerading as Father Humphrey would have them... It's building a repertoire or something, is my guess. Or building the ability to blackmail any of them into never leaving. Well, it sounds like then there's still one loose end to tie up in town, potentially. Any reason to believe that uh, this Father Humphrey and his compatriot were connected to anyone on the outside of the city? Part of a bigger group or anything? I have reason to believe that that is the case. The... Tunnels in the Clapperstash mine, they extend very far in both directions. They've made use of those tunnels, they're usable again. Um, about a day's travel south of town was uh, an exit from the mine, leading south of Wormwood. The southern entrance that we spoke of, then? It looked like the same? Was it the same? One further. Are we talking about out of the Halcyon Plateau? Yeah, you the the sort of the second entrance that you guys went to. You went to the mm-hmm. one outside of the Red Bark Forest. The second one that you went to was south. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys wouldn't know this necessarily, but it was south of the main entrance. But I um, assume it's farther than the one that we started off before the snake attack. 
Because there was one that was like two days south of the right, right. Town that we we started to go there towards right. Would that be the same one we came out at? Potentially, okay. yes. Based on our calculations, that one was only roughly a day outside of town. <laughs> As the crow flies. As the crow flies. So you you believe then somebody may have been helping them with these tunnels, or? I believe there's reason to believe that they were connected to somebody outside of the Halcyon Plateau. And it's just the tunnel then that gives you this indication. Uh, we also found this in the study, and I'll get the note out. Okay. Um, as he's kind of he's kind of speaking to you while almost like looking down, kind of flipping through this journal and uh, this manifest, and kind of taking his own notes um, for his own records, and he takes the note as well and. Windhaven, then, it seems. Well, to be frank, Windhaven is outside of the Halcyon Plateau, and therefore not as much as my concern. Uh, so I would hope that you would just tie up this loose end in town, and we can be done with this business. That's the plan. Excellent. Is there anything else I can do in the meantime? I will certainly look into this Lemoyne Mardoon. Uh, and I will send a word back to the bronze trumpet, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Who well. All I ask is that if you send troops to the commune, um... Is that necessary? We have one, um, a cult down there. One occult of light is left down there by herself. Hmm. And what of the people in the cult? That's why I think maybe you should send... Some folks there. They're gonna be still brainwashed. Some guards on a medic, perhaps? <clears throat> yes, don't send anybody alone. If someone comes alone, it might be assumed by the cult that they are this other party. And be careful with, when going inside of the temple. There are members that need to be retrieved from there. I don't think they're gonna go peacefully, but You'll they'll need help. Need the medic for that. <laughs> Very well, I shall see to it at once. I can't spare many, but I will send three guards and a medic there as soon as I can. Should they make contact with the Acolyte? Yes, please. Very well, I will see to it. Will there be anything else? No, we're just going to tie up a loose end. Very well. Where to next as you all leave back down the stairs out of the Stedman's office uh, and back out onto the third tier of the city of Hornrock. Is uh, Levi escorting us out again? Um, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he probably would have left outside the door, so you guys would just open the door and be... Walk ourselves out? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Is there a guard at the exit? Yeah, Levi's there. Oh, Levi. Um, can we ask Levi um, if there's any guards that might know anything about the vacancy? Is, is there like a guard with that's an expert in the vacancy? Uh, you might want to. Uh, you can always check down by the uh, the Northern Bridge guards. They're the ones who are closest to the vacancy. They might 
know something. Yeah, I'm just on door duty, so it's just my job to remember faces. Cool. Thank you. Much obliged. <laughs> okay, now we can leave. All right. Where to next? How how is everyone feeling? Mediocre. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Hungry. Would it be better to head back to the bronze trumpet for a little while and get a little bit of rest? It's about ten a.m. at this at this point. You guys have until we've been going since five yesterday. Might be for the best, I think. Yeah. Before we push on too hard. But the faster we get this done, the less of a chance we'll just leave. I think also we're gonna be... Point. Or less chance he finds out what's already happened. I think we're gonna be needing sleep soon. I'm almost totally tapped. Can we not just push on? Less. I'm impressed, but like, I don't... I'm feeling kind of tired and wiped out. I think I just want at least a little nap. We can rest. We can go back to the wrong trumpet. That is fine. The thing to know is that if we rest now, we'll be going into the vacancy at night. Could we... when bad stuff usually tries to go down anyways? Are we bad stuff? We could rest over. No, we're trying to stop bad stuff. I thought that's... Well, some of us are bad stuff. Well... I think the greater, the simple majority of us are not in bad stuff. <laughs> we could rest overnight and go to the vacancy first thing in the morning. If that's the case, then... I could push on tonight, but I think, I don't know, I think that our best option of catching him unawares is going now. Agreed. Well, then let's do some kind of cursory searching, and if we don't find anything within a couple of hours. Works for me. Can we agree to that? To the north bridge, then? See if those guards know anything, and then wander the vacancy aimlessly? Seems to be our best option. Alright. Uh, as we go, every guard we stop by, I'll ask if they've seen the guy in the car with the hat and everything. Sure, uh, make a, um, make a general charisma check. <laughs> you have plus a duck? No. Oh. Uh, 21. 21. Um, and, and you're asking just if they've seen a cart? The, okay. And I the, give a description of the yeah. guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the... Uh, you do run into one guard uh, who is sort of near the statue of Kronto, um, who mentions that you know he typically sees um, what you described, um, you know, heading up through that part of town to the upper tier, um, maybe once a week or so. Um, do you know anything about the guy? Where he's going? Have you talked about him with any of your friends? Not, not really. It just we we see him. I mean, don't really know his business much. From what I understand, he goes down into the vacancy. Never seems to give anyone else trouble. 
Not that I've heard. And up to the third Seems tier? Like, uh, yeah, just heads up there. Um, and I uh, haven't heard any problems with him. He's, uh, it is a bit odd that a fancy man such as himself doesn't live up on the third tier, but chooses to uh, stay down in the vacancy, or at least that's what it seems. Rent certainly seems to be cheaper down here. Free if you've got the stomach for it. Cool. Thanks for your time. Are you all heading just straight to the vacancy? Uh, you want North Bridge, right? Yeah, North Bridge guards. Okay. Pick their brains. All right. Um, you approach. Let me get my map here. It's an app. <clears throat> Don't we need a monkey for that? That's my other character. Boots. Mm. Oh boy. <laughs> you. Uh, <laughs> what? What are you? What are you at? Just the same kind of thing, like. Or and if anyone is like familiar with, if they know anyone familiar with the layout of the vacancy. Okay. Um, are you bringing up like the estate to him or anything like that? Sure. Alright. Um, make another charisma check. It's gonna fail one of these days. Nope. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> um, you are told about... You sort of... You just... You know, describing the cart, it's pretty apparent that this guard knows who you're talking about. Um, but again, sort of the same information. Doesn't really know much about him. Does find it surprising that this guy dwells in the vacancy, but he seems to kind of come and go as he pleases. Um, doesn't cause any trouble. And talking about the estate, um, again, like that as a title doesn't really ring a bell for him, but he does mention that in the vacancy, um, there were a number of, you know, because the vacancy is essentially a, a neighborhood that is the result of like the loss of mines and the loss of population. Um, so there are still some pretty nice houses in that area. Um, but the guard tells you that the slag hole boys sort of hole up on that part of town. Um, and he tells you about the main road that runs through the vacancy and it sort of wise off um, to the uh, east um, is the direction where you all had your encounter with the guy in the well. Um, but off to times, the west, um, it sort of branches off towards that nicer neighborhood. Um, but he says, like, like, guards don't even, like, definitely don't even go in that area because that's... Slag old boy territory. Cool. Uh, well, wish us luck. I don't know what you're doing, but, but you know, hey, good luck. Don't die, I guess, because nope. we're not coming for you. No promises. <laughs> As we leave the guard, um, I will take Helmy and I'll gesture up and I'll have him fly. He's still in hawk form, right? Yep. Okay. And just have him kind of scope out that area that he's talking about? Yep. 
Okay, so through, um, have Helmy make a perception check. Look for big buildings. Or carts. Probably not that one. And that's an advantage, because he's got advantage on sight checks. Still not very good. Uh, 13. 13. Um, the, as Helmy kind of flies along the, you know, above the darkened alleys of the vacancy, um, he follows basically the direction that you told him to, and you can see that there is this, um, up on, like, deep into the vacancy, um, sort of, um, close to the cliff edge, um, where it drops down into the gorge, um, you can see what used to be a nice neighborhood, um, with large white stone homes, um, some two stories, three stories tall, um, but it's very kind of overgrown, dilapidated, and, and brambly kind of throughout the area, um, but... What Helmy also sees is just off of the edge of that cliff face, connected by a 40-foot-long stone bridge, is a large vertical stone outcropping that stretches from the top of the cliff face down into the gorge below, like a pillar, um, on which rests the one of the larger uh, homes, which is this white marble adobe-like kind of flat-topped and uh, squared off home. At least that one sticks out. It does? Should we go see our friend Salty and see what he has to say? I'd rather not. I would also rather not. Helmy also notices that there is a um, somewhat partially caved-in building not far away from the stone bridge, sort of on the, the mainland side of the bridge. Um, it looks like that there are some people kind of milling about outside of the bridge. There are people up there. If nothing else, we can go ask them if they've seen anything. Perhaps with a little bit of coin, we might be able to get some kind of information. I think this time, Eric shouldn't be doing the talking. Just throw that out there. I'm partially concerned, but I won't question. It's fine. Well, do we want to go talk? Do we want to go to the house or do we want to go talk to the people? Might as well start with the people and then head to the house. If there's anything there to see. Talk to the people. So you guys are going to go strolling on through the vacancy? Yep. Quick clap. I'm going to have a Helmy stay up in the air, and if he sees the cart, uh, I'll have him squawk, as it were. Okay. That make our lunch is super easy. We just, <laughs> we just found it. <laughs> Alright. As you all go walking through the uh, vacancy, somebody uh, roll a uh, d12 for me. Got a new d12. Danny, do you want to do this? I got a new d12 to roll. And it's a 12. 12. As you all kind of start walking down, I assume the main road leading through the vacancy, um, this person sort of kind of shuffles up to you um, under 
a, a dark and dirty cloak, and their hand just kind of comes up, comes out, and it's this frail old hand. It's like, a coin for a beggar, please. Please, just a coin. I'm so hungry. Can I see their face? Uh, it's currently kind of down and hidden. Bless will pull out a gold coin. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And they kind of reach out and, like, kind of just kind of tap your hands. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. And this kind of turns and begins to shuffle off. Just very, kind of watch and make sure very this. slowly. Just making sure this one doesn't kill over too randomly. <laughs> I watch to see um, that, like, their hands didn't do anything else. Yeah, no, they just kind of start shuffling back off across the road towards one of the dark alleyways. Bless. I don't think you should give any coin to beggars around here. I don't see any harm in it. I don't need it. They don't... Many of the beggars that we've been running into aren't, aren't using it for food. But I don't need it as much as they might. What they might use it for will hurt them a lot more than not having it to begin with. I apologize. Did something happen around here? Uh, this city, especially around this part, seems to have a bit of a problem with a drug. Um, it's called blood tongue. It is very addictive. We've, we've seen that. Uh, firsthand, and it's very destructive. It's done a lot of harm down here, apparently. Then I'll just take your word for it, and it won't happen again. You can usually tell by the bloodshot eyes of somebody and the red tongue if you should feel like you need some kind of indicating factor. Noted. And a heavy desperation for more. Mm. It won't happen again. Alright. So you all sort of make your way through the rest of the vacancy. Um, heading down the main road, uh, you pass by the familiar site of the, uh, the slag hole, the tavern where you all met Salty before, um, and the road kind of curves off to the left as you start to walk amongst what used to be, um, fine noble mining houses of years past, which now are just sort of ghostly shells of themselves. Many boarded up or vacant. Um, but you do start to notice as you walk through this area um, people hanging around who seem to be keeping an eye on things. The sort of rough and tumble types that you have encountered before in this area. So, uh, what's our angle here? Don't piss off the slag hole boys and do our thing and get out I don't think we should be talking to anyone in here okay our goal is to find that cart and if we don't find the cart just to find our person that's all we need so we shouldn't ask anybody any questions uh, I forgot to head back at, um, 
the one place, so I can't ask people to recognize it. If you him. wanted to take it with you, I'm sure the Stedman would have been more than happy to let you take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think showing that off is going to help our cause. It's like, you know, those little, like, squishy ball toys where you, like, squish it and, like, it'll... <laughs> the, he- the heads bug out. Yeah. The eyes bug out. No, thank you. That's how bones work. <laughs> don't ruin our fun. You never know with the creatures that change shapes. They don't really yeah. have bones. Like, did you ever play the gag as a child? Oh my god, how'd I know that was coming? I'll put the head back in my bag. <laughs> so you all are quickly approaching what uh, Kaya described through you that she saw through the eyes of Helmy. You can see indeed that there is um, some sort of um, large home that is sitting 40 feet away from the cliffside, connected by a large, uh, like a passenger stone bridge, so to speak, um, and is kind of sitting out there. It kind of opens up um, as you come near the edge of the cliff face, and there seems to be more of a uh, concentration of the homes uh, to the east, away from the cliff face, where you can see some of those... um, those shady types kind of hanging around a bit more. The homes along the edge of the cliff face seem a little bit more weathered and broken. Um, but you are quickly approaching the uh, the edge of the bridge, and you can see indeed that there are four people um, hanging out near a rubble pile that used to make up half a home, um, sort of directly adjacent to that bridge. Are they doing anything particular? Are they just standing around? They're, I mean... They're not, like, kicking rocks. I mean, they're kind of... They look... Actually, make a, uh... Make an insight check. Bunch of jackasses standing in a circle. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's only, a uh, seven. But they, I will double they check. They just seem I... to kind of be standing about, as far as you can tell. Do they look like slag hole boys, or do they... Uh, yes. They do. <clears throat> Go all boys. Which is hard to kind of put a definition. They don't exactly have a uniform, um, but you can see it looks like that they are. Are they like in between us and getting to that? Yeah. Like they're guarding the place. I mean, you don't know. They're, st- they're standing yeah. around. Like with a purpose, or just standing there. <laughs> well, I mean, that. I mean, would you like to make an insight <laughs> check? Like, because that's as you're walking up, they just appear to be standing there. 17. They seem to be keeping an eye out on things, and you start to notice that every once in a while one will kind of like walk up and back down the bridge, um, and they seem to be keeping an eye on this pathway across the gap. Have any of them taken notice of us at least, or like are they watching us now? At this point, you guys are walking into view, yeah. so they. I mean, you're not. We're not. You're still on the main road. Um, and you could, which it continues on um, towards the northern edge of the kind of mountain cradle that makes up the pocket that Horn Rock sits in. Um, well, I'm pretty sure we're the only thing interesting in about a half mile of here, so. Well, let's continue past him. I have an idea. Oh, okay. Alright. You said there was like an abandoned house? Is that what they're in? Yeah. Like hanging out? Can we go up for it, like out of sight from them? Yep, yep. To a place? Just an alleyway or whatever? Sure. Where no one can see us? Yeah, um... 
make a stealth check to see if you guys can duck into the uh, an alleyway without kind of being seen. All of us. Yep. If you want to follow us, you don't have to. I'm pretty sure you guys will let me not follow you. Sorry. Thirteen. <laughs> 10. 21. 13. 16. 24. Alright, um, <laughs> sort of looking to your right flank um, where there's kind of a cluster of these houses where there seems to be the tightest concentration of the slag hole boys. Um, you all sort of are kind of keeping the watch light over your shoulder and you manage to duck into an alleyway uh, about maybe 150 feet away from the crumbled house um, where these folks are guarding the bridge. You have ample opportunity to study his handwriting, yes? Yeah, yeah. Can you write up some kind of permission slip for us to be in there? To be seeking out this man into his home? I think so. Family or friends from afar coming to visit or something? Information from... Did they have names that they gave each other, or...? Uh, just the public ones, as far as I know. They never called each other by name in the book. So Father Humphrey and... Lemoyne. Urgent message from Father Humphrey, perhaps? Actually... I might be able to... recreate... Mr. Mardoon's handwriting as well. It was the other handwriting in the book. That's what... Yeah. Yeah. I still have. I'll get in my bag and grab one of the books that I've got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have an example right here. We just need some excuse to be asked or have a permission slip from him. Yeah. Okay. So I'll sit down and I'll get out my forgery kit. Uh. What do you think I should say? What are some things you know about Lemoyne Mardoon and Father Humphrey that could possibly create an angle for the note? Maybe some information about a shipment or potential buyers or something? Tell him he needs... Didn't, did say something of the other needing to make an appearance. Yes, that's true. An urgent appearance. Um, so I'll write a note, uh, detailing the need for an appearance from Lemoyne. From Father Humphrey, or? No, we don't want from Lemoyne. I could make another an appearance of Lemoyne, but the other one is needed to make an appearance. Yes. Um, I don't know what that would look like. My idea, so, yeah. The idea of like. Um... Are you raising your hand? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just said, as as they're doing this, I'm just gonna keep make sure I'm keeping a look out on the alleyway to make sure we don't get disturbed. Sure. It could also be that we need an, an, another needed shipment. Supplies are low. Things have happened. New market. I'm just scribbling down these ideas while everyone is talking as fast as I can. Anything, Aaron? Yeah, I would just say we have a message from 
Father Humphrey that we have to deliver to Lemoyne, and then just in the note puts that he's needed to make an appearance, I guess. But how, what is this book that they write back and forth in? It seems to be a um, an accounting to keep the other posted of what's going on while... But if you write in it, does the other see it or something? Like, how? why, why would they both be writing in the same book? Um, it could be something that they switch off so they don't have to talk along the way. Uh, when you cast the tech magic, the book didn't glow, did it? So, I don't know that there's any any magic to the book itself. I just want to make sure I'm following. Are we trying to write up a note to trick Mardoon or to trick the people on the bridge? The people on the bridge. And I don't think we have to worry too much because they don't know anything about the book. Yeah. All we have to do is just, if they've seen his handwriting, that'll be our in, I guess. That's my question. If if we're trying to fool the people on the bridge, we would want Lemoyne's handwriting, correct? Well then, yeah, right. Just write that we've been invited for dinner with Lemoyne. Yeah, we could say Eric's his nephew. I would think better you maybe being his nephew. Why? Because he was a human. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> I will just write a note that says... Look at the jammies. Um, Eric doesn't have jammies on anymore. Please attend to me at the estate. Just a simple note. One and sentence. grant access to these folks? Yes. Something along those lines? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I'll do. In Lemoyne's right. handwriting. Make a... Um... So make a dexterity check, add your perform or performance, your uh, proficiency bonus, and do it with advantage because you have a get an example. Oh, thank um, God for that advantage. Uh, 18, 21. 21, okay. Looks simple note, but looks like a spot-on match to... Um, one of the sets of handwriting. Okay, here. I hand it to Aaron. <laughs> You're in charge. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Something wrong with your voice? You guys told him he couldn't talk. Oh my god. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> no, no, no. The marketing, you said it! <laughs> Alright, well, I guess if I ever needed proof that Eric ever listens to me. I'm right. just kicking dirt. There's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Are we safe to go back out? Then let's go. I'm going back to the main street. Did All I right. notice anything while playing Lookout? Mm-hmm. I think the coast is clear. Playing Lookout? Um, I'm going to run ahead, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I run ahead. <laughs> Alright. Uh, and I'm just gonna run up to the the guys that are out there waiting and kinda out of breath. Is is this Lemoyne's place? Who's asking? We're a little turned around and we've been invited here well one of us. I'll be right back. And I run back up to them. So what I'm trying to do is just make it seem like we're lost and confused. Okay, okay. Uh, make a performance check. Well, we're, I mean, we're not spot on already. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, ten. Okay. <laughs> the most method of actors. <laughs> Alright, as you all, Ally runs forward, <laughs> quickly runs back, and, um, yeah, you guys can approach, and they all begin to take notice of you as you approach the, the bridge, and four burly, shady fellas kind of emerge and stand there. So, and what I'm saying... The little one says they were lost. But I have a feeling this ain't the place you're looking for. Haha, <laughs> you're Just... the little one. I suppose that depends on what this particular place is. Is this the residence of Lamorne Mardoon? Do I look like a tour guide? You wanna just show the kind gentleman your note? If we weren't given an address, just... We were handed this and told to come here. Just gonna take it and take a look at it. You rolled a what on the... 21. You ever heard of him getting visitors? Well, kind of like... Shake their heads. Alright, well... I'm gonna go with you. But it's for the best. We really don't know who it is we're meeting, honestly. We wouldn't want to make him angry. No. So you don't know who you're meeting? I just got the note. And who are you? Black's on new in town. Magic <laughs> <laughs> <Which> beads. <laughs> <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> I'm kind of... To say I got the note is a bit much, yeah. so I'm tagging along with them. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want to see my sword? With, <laughs> it says, look at the swords, he goes, if uh, you do anything funny here, we have... Uh, We've got numbers. You won't be getting far if you mess around. Sorry, I'm not exactly great at jokes, so... Yeah. I'm not very good at numbers. <laughs> Me either, actually. How high can you count? 27. <laughs> Alright. Well, we'll see uh, what's all about then. He starts leading you across the, uh, the bridge while the other three hang around. So, how wide is this bridge? Um, it's about maybe twenty-five <laughs> feet wide. Is it a railing? Uh, there's well, there's that's eh, about maybe like two two and a half feet tall, kind of like blood stone. <laughs> uh, the drop is about the drop down to the bottom of the gorge is about two. 200, 250 feet. Oh, perfect. Farther than I could jump, then. Barely. I don't think a rope would go down that far to retrieve in here. I'll, I'll have to bring it up and break. But. So as you all start walking across the bridge uh, with this uh, slag hole boy in tow, um, actually leading you across, um, you can see that this once stately home is in a bit of disrepair. Um, there is a small stable um, off to the, um, what would that be? 
compass. Right? I gotta draw a compass. For myself. To the right or the left? To the left. Um, Take it back. No, yeah. If you're walking across the bridge, it's to your right. Um, it's on the sort of the west uh, lower half near the bridge is this stable. Um, and you can actually see two black horses um, sort of milling about the um, unkept uh, grounds around the outside of this estate, um, sort of peacefully grazing um, on this massive stone pillar of a homestead. I, I whispered to Ally as quietly as possible. Mm-hmm. I might be able to put him to sleep. Make a, uh, <laughs> a whisper check. Know, what would you make for us? <laughs> I guess just a stealth. Yeah, just do a stealth check. Oh, try to whisper as quietly as you can. Do you need to make Thank a perception you. check and beat that so you can hear her? Yep. <laughs> no, either, the guy doesn't really turn around. They just... Alright. Um, would you like me to draw? Or do you guys... Yeah, draw so I can go to the bathroom. Art time! Oh, Alright, we'll take a break, everyone! Break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to Duck Duck Dice. Uh, our heroes are currently outside of the estate of Lemoyne Mardoon, uh, where they are heading to tie up the final piece of this gem faithful puzzle. They successfully lied their way across the bridge with a expertly forged note by Kaya requesting their presence at the estate. So you all are walking up through this sort of unkept, um, grassy, brambly mess of a yard towards what was at one time a very um, fine-looking home, um, but has since kind of fallen into disrepair. You can see that there are bars on the windows, which are the small kind of squares, um, as you um, approach. It is a, uh, a large wooden door that the Slaghole Boy is approaching with your note in hand. Anything you guys would like to do before he goes up and knocks on the door? I'm just going to look around to see if there's anyone else either following us up the bridge or kind of walk around the estate? Um, you can, there are the two horses that you can see, um, and then it looks like the three other slag bull boys are kind of waiting at the other end of the bridge. Okay. Are they watching us? Oh, yeah. How far away are they? They're um, probably about 100 feet, eh, 80 feet or so away from you all. Okay. On the other side of the bridge. Um... This guy walking you um, is carrying a mace, and uh, he has a crossbow slung at his hip. So you say he normally doesn't have visitors often? That's what this... The guy... Are you you talking to him? Yeah, I'm trying to talk to him. Oh, okay. Um, Says, yeah, you're... uh, He comes and goes. I ain't really heard of visitors before. Why did he ask us to come, then? No idea. I suppose you're about to find out, aren't you? I suppose. What's he like? I don't know. I just watched the place. Never actually spoken with a man. Doesn't like bother you or anything? Does what bother me? 
just out here been watching this place. Don't know what's going on. I get paid. I do my job. I keep my mouth shut. Boom, boom, boom. Knocks on the door. I'm going to. I have a quarterstaff in my hand. It's fine. You have a quarterstaff? Yeah. Yeah. Um. If it looks like when they open the door that they're not over suspicious of us, but seem to be wanting to close the door, I'm going to try to pop what? it open. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I was about to say, does anyone answer? It waits a little while. Knocks again. Think we should just go in or something? No. You you can wait right here. Um couple of minutes later, the door opens. Um and standing there oops, before you all is um, the figure you all know as, you know, finally you have seen once again for the first, uh, actually for the first time off his wagon, um, for most of you, this black clad um, gentleman. Um, he's very tall, sort of devilishly handsome. Um, with dark eyes, sharp features, and this curled mustache. Uh, His clothes are black from head to toe, apart from a large red feather poking from his wide-brimmed black hat. A rapier sort of lazily hangs down from his hip. He says, yes, what is this about? The guy kind of hands him the note and says, "Uh, well, these are... these folks said that you summoned them. I don't really know much else about it. And he kind of takes it and opens it. And looks at it. Well, I certainly don't recall ever writing this letter, but yet you somehow allowed them to just stroll up here to my front door, knock on it, Bothering me from my business. Them with weapons in tow. Is that it? Is that how you see yourself as doing a, your job that I pay you well for? Well, I... Uh, he goes, you can leave. You can walk across the bridge and sit. Thinking apparently is not your strong suit. I will be talking to Salty about this. So why are we here? If I ask the feather guy. You ask And he kind of looks over at you all. Looks at you. Kind of looks you up and down. He says, I have a feeling... This note is not why you're here. Why are we here then? Because you were looking for someone. Is that you? And I pull out the vial with the stone in it. Do you know anything about this? <laughs> Do you know what this is? Some guy gave it to me and said it was his life work, and then he died. He says, why don't you... He kind of holds his hand out for the vial. Toss it to him. <clears throat> why don't you all come inside? Go in. 
Alright. What's it... Is there a lot of, like, any light coming inside? Yeah, I mean, so as you can see that actually the top of this hallway that sort of leads into um, the main part of the house actually has, like, a skylight through it. So the hallway itself is fairly well lit. Um, and it seems that there are multiple sort of openings in the roof that sort of allow natural light in, along with um, these sort of tall, skinny windows that have bars over them um, throughout. But as you kind of walk into the hallway with him, um, the other guy with his tail between his legs walking back, what is Helmy doing? Uh, as we walk in, I'm just going to make a hand gesture and just dismiss him. Okay. He says, well, I s- looks you over blessed and says, I think we have some things probably to talk about. And as you kind of stand in this foyer, um, again, this estate is almost made entirely of a fine white marble uh, with these sort of yellowish bronze accents um, along the corners of the ceiling and running along the floor. Um, Inside the foyer, you can see that there's a thin layer of dust sort of on everything. Um, and the walls are noticeably bare for such a stately home. Uh, there is a small fountain sort of against the wall of the foyer behind Lemoyne, uh, that is dried up and flanking it are these two, um, small palm trees that lean heavily, kind of wilted and dark. He says... Why don't we go to the main area where we can talk more comfortably, or at least I can. And he leads you through this open hallway. Oh, there's a door there. Let me see that there's a door here. And he begins to lead you down this way. Do you all follow? Yeah, follow right behind. All right. I don't let bless out of my sight. Um, can I, like, make a quick glance for anything out of the ordinary in this room, and as we're going into the other one? Uh, sure. Make a uh, perception check. Eleven. Eleven? Other than sort of the, the dust and uncleanliness of the place and a sharp contrast to what the house could be, um... You don't notice anything in particular. Cool. Actually, I will go last. Okay. And I'll turn around and I'll summon Helmy back into my coat. Okay. Turned away. So you all, um, God, the magician. Sort of. <laughs> you walk into this other room um, that looks like it was maybe intended to be sort of a, a sitting room comfortable space for guests of the estate um, to put their feet up, rest and converse um, sort of on the outskirts of the rest of the main home. Um, you can see in this room though that there it's been almost turned into a bit of a, a painting studio. You can see an easel with a partially painted portrait of Lemoyne Mardoon and a paint set on a small table next to the easel. 
There are paintings of landscapes of the Helcyon Plateau. The black horses that you saw um, grazing outside. Um, and a completed portrait of a old balding dwarf in a brown rough tunic. And the background of which of that portrait is a noticeably bright green. And he just kind of strolls through his cape, his black cape sort of whisking behind him. He seems to just kind of be gently strolling through the halls of the estate. Oh look, Father Humphrey. You say that out loud? <laughs> he says, You have a keen eye. What do you think of it as he kind of continues to walk out of the room? I don't know. I never saw the man personally. <laughs> so you've just heard of the gem faithful then? Yeah. Mm, indeed. I kind of loosened the slack in my pack uh, of <clears throat> These are some fine paintings. Thank you. I worked very hard on them. And he begins to lead you around hallway. I assume you're all coming behind him? Okay. Yep. So, Blush, you went first? Yep. Okay. Whoops. It's a weird it's one. It's only into a cave. It's a dilapidated... Dilap- wow. The building's falling apart. <laughs> Here, I thought I was going to say Hornrick. You all enter what looks like um, it was originally intended to be a dining room. It is high, a high kind of tiered ceiling. It is well lit by a number of thin, tall windows along the walls. A large chandelier in the shape of a bronze <coughs> bowl uh, hangs from the ceiling. Laid out on the marble stone floor in the middle of the space is a large red rug, on top of which rests the pelt of an owl bear. On that rug sits a number of crates, and tucked between it all, with the owl bear rug at its feet, is a large, high-backed red chair. And Mardoon, we killed one of those. Approaches the. So there's kind of these. Uh, Crates and barrels. We yes. put that down just a tiny little bit. I can wait until Sam moves his arm. And Mardoon walks over and sort of sits down in the chair <laughs> as you all sort of enter the room. Here it's taking a nap. Oh, I guess you don't come here. Uh, how are you? Like this? Sure. Okay. I'm going to climb okay. up on the boxes next time. Um, I'm down from above. So. <laughs> Let's see. Eret and Kaya, you both immediately notice as you enter the room and Mardun sort of sits down um, that there is a rope running from next to his chair up to the ceiling and down to the chandelier. And he sort of just sits and elegantly crosses his legs and says, So... What do you think of my home? You could use a maid. 
cleaning can be such a waste. It detracts from more enjoyable things in life. If you just turn a blind eye to it, the problem seemingly goes away. I tried that lie before, but I just got yelled at about her. I know why you're all here. To watch you sit sit amongst your things? Our things. Well, your things. You seem to have better things. Yes. Well, being cooped up in that room all day, talking to those gullible nitwits can be a bit exhausting. Oh, so we're all, I guess, on the same page with that then? Show us Father Humphrey. Make oh, sweet. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, persuasion seven. I believe you saw a good rendering of him in the painting room. Now, as you also saw, the place is unkept. Something I turn a blind eye to, so as to focus on the better things in life. I wonder. Are you all willing to turn a blind eye? Well, I was mostly going to say that we brought you company. And I Show reach, him. <laughs> I reach into my bag and I just toss the hat at his face. <laughs> like hard? Yeah. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> all right. Um, make an attack roll, try to hit him with it. All right. Just add your dex modifier. <laughs> You're not proficient with severed heads yet. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> We're working towards it. <laughs> I like how you clarify that with yeah. your could, could we not, though? Get proficiency? Just roll. Yeah, the proficiency part. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a nat 20. Nice. Okay. Um, Damn it. Oh, no. So roll, 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 your friend, roll a d4. Yeah. Um, Improvised weapon. It's still just my deck. Well, no. Oh, no. My deck's just going to, I guess. Uh, What's my initiative roll? So my decks would still get added to the damage or would not if I'm not proficient? Um, just It's an improvised weapon, so just do a, a d4. Oh, okay. It's just a one. A one? So okay. two. So as the head sort of strikes him in the face, he stops and says... So be it. And he cuts the rope that hangs from near his chair, and you see the um, the large uh, chandelier begin to tip. And outpouring from it oh, is right. a large black ooze. And I need everyone to roll initiative. Well, Not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I thought the chandelier was over his head. I thought it was in between us in that middle where the ooze is there. Apparently I was right. <laughs> Jesus. Perfectly average roll. Huh? Yeah. I'm having a rough rolling night, man. Luckily I did okay on that uh, work recap. Is 10 and 11 equally... 
Oh, I know. So They're all the same. What am I talking about? Do you get to add what you call it to... Oops. No, I don't. To... Stop touching things. <laughs> <laughs> to, to your initiative? Jack of all trades? What? No. Yeah. Jack of all... I don't have Jack of all trades. That's a oh, that's thing. a bard thing. Yep. Right. So you are you playing get... a bard. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just memorize bards. <laughs> but in answer to your question, yes, you should be able to do that. That's one of the reasons I want to play Bard. <laughs> well, isn't there a theme you can take to improve your... Yeah, alert. Alright, um... <coughs> or you can make a gunslinger. One will be Mardoon, two will be the uh, Black Ooze. Blues. Jack of all trades doesn't give you that. Alright, um, 20 to 25. Is that an ability check? Yeah, yeah so. a dex check. Uh, 15 to 20. Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, 10 to 15. 10. 10. 10. Oh, God. You have higher decks. No, 9. I take it back. You have 9? I yeah. have 9 as well. You have a higher deck, so I assume. I don't. Plus 3? Yeah, same. Who wants to go first? Go ahead. You can go. I'll go first. Just because I saw him already put that clip down. Alright. Lex. <laughs> 7. Wow. The ooze got a two. Oh, thank goodness. We beat somebody. <laughs> All right. So, um, it being uh, Mardoon's turn, um, he is going to... Uh, let's see here. There's a crate stick a lot of space, don't they? Um, let's see. He is going to make... Um, he stares at both uh, Bless and Lex, um, and you can feel like your mind like recoiling in horror and pain as he kind of his eyes almost like blink, and you can see the yellowish orb eyes from the creature that uh, you recognize as Father Humphrey. Um, but make a charisma saving throw. Yeah. Well. Is it any kind of charisma or just... Oh, just Christmas Eve. Okay. Yep. Uh, ten. Okay. Um, Lex, you take uh, seven psychic damage. Bless, you take three. And you both have disadvantage on your next attack against um, Mardoon. However, Lex, he kind of stares at you and says, You should have thrown that head at them. Make another charisma saving throw. That one's a 13. 13. You look around, you look, and um, uh, I'll just roll 50-50 here. Um, You turn and look over at Aerith, and standing there is this, one of those gray, gangly creatures, and you swing at him. Oh. Using your reaction. I'm gonna fucking stab you in the face. Of course, that's like a... 20 to hit. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, 20 hits. Of course, I don't technically have my sword out yet. Whatever. I'm gonna say you draw your sword. Yeah, it's fine. You think it's the thing. I think it's the thing. I'm gonna draw my sword. Yeah, and it's five. Oh, uh, no. Um, eight. Eight damage. As you Woo-hoo! all just see Lex kind of turn and, ah, and 
swing his massive sword at, at Era. Era, you are very confused by what's going on. And um, hurt. Both out externally and internally hurt. <laughs> and he runs off here, and you see him scale up the wall um, and begin climbing uh, onto the ceiling. And he's now... Son of a bitch. He's now uh, 20 feet up, uh, like, at the top of the ceiling. Okay. Mm. Such a haughty pose. You like that? It really looks like he's giving us the finger. Yes, because he is. All right. Socrates. Ally. Socrates, isn't it? That's always pointing out. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to get things situated on the stream because someone keeps standing it up and sitting down. Try to DM or whatever. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> hard to tell we've been doing this for 13 <laughs> sessions. So he's 20 feet up. Yep. So I can jump and punch him in for sure. Uh, I'm gonna throw a dart at him. All right. You gonna ignore the big blob? Yeah, in front fuck of that blob. Jesus, the fuck. Uh, Crazy barbarian. <laughs> Math. Uh, six. No, fifteen. Fifteen misses. Ding! The dart goes flying off the okay. uh, ceiling. All right. Uh, I'm gonna bless. move to the oh. corner. Okay. This corner. Yeah. I don't want to waste the last one. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I think a wizard doesn't have any spells. Um, I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon and pop it. Right there. Okay. Um, and attempt to hit it. Whack, whack! That's going to be a 23. 23 hits. That's going to be 10 points of force damage. 10 points. Nice. And, and what does it look like? It's a bow and arrow that... With three arrows. Yes. That uh, appears as uh, Lemoyne is sort of uh, hanging from the side of the ceiling. And there's, and there's this blast of light. And you can kind of see him hang by one hand. And he pulls himself back up. Um, and his eyes kind of angrily look down. Again, those they appear as like yellow orbs staring down at you with uh, angry fury. And then I point at him and I cast Toll the Dead. All right. Yeah, do a wisdom saving throw. Oh, he's got this. <laughs> Fifteen. He makes it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So the, the that's close too. Okay. The ding does not get its dong, and told the dead does not happen. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, that, that is just, that's uh, your turn. Uh, Kai, you're next. Then Eric. Um, I'm going to take a step back away from the ooze, and since I can still see him, I'm going to fumble around in my pocket, and I'm going to pull out that gem, and I'm going to aim it at him, and I'm going to tell it to glow. The It would get an opportunity attack, the ooze would, as you step away. Well, that's dumb, but okay. <laughs> uh, that is a... Uh, 17 to hit. 17 to hit? Yep. Shield. Okay. So as this black glob reaches out at you, this energy, uh, magical energy shield kind of pops up and 
blocks it and it smashes like a bug on the windshield before kind of like oozing back and forming into the uh, its original pile. That's gross. And you are shooting the gem of brightness. You need to make a con save. Seventeen. Makes it. <laughs> so he manages to turn his head away as Kaya holds up uh, this sort of like dull colored gem that just blasts out this beam of light straight towards Mardoon. Uh, and he just kind of hisses back at you um, after it ceases. Uh, Eric then Lex. I'm going to bonus action disengage and run underneath uh, Mardoon. Mardoon. And I'm going to throw my boomerang at him. All right. Because he's only 20 feet up, so he's you mean at your, my range. You mean Call it the right thing, maybe next time. It's a boomerang blade. It's literally <laughs> a boomerang blade. Said it said boomerang on it. But it's shaped like a kukri. Yeah, but it didn't say anything about kukri on the note you gave us. I, I described it as such. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he okay. did. But it's called a boomerang blade. I miss, anyways. Okay. So, <laughs> but it comes back. You're able to catch it. Um, okay, if he ran in that direction, do I see Mardoon climbing on the ceiling too? Like, what? Oh yeah, yeah, you see him clinging to the top of the, the so, ceiling. I guess my question is like, do I still see him as another one? No, no. <laughs> it was like very quick. Oh, yeah. Thank God. <sighs> well, I see a uh, gray use in front of me, and yeah, uh, I'm pretty pissed off about the fact that I got mind controlled. So fuck it, rage. <laughs> All right. Still your life. Roll, <laughs> roll your rage. Why do I have to be near you? I think it's Ooh, seven's cool. Shadows weave around your weapon until your rage ends. Your weapon deals psychic damage instead of bludgeoning, slashing, or piercing damage, and it gains the light and throne properties with a normal range of twenty and long range of sixty. Uh, you so, could run to where I am and throw your sword at Mardu. Yeah. And you begin to Does glow. it, like, come Lex, back to him after he throws it? Lex begins to... I don't know. <laughs> if you drop the weapon or throw it, the weapon dissipates and reappears in your hand. Perfect. <laughs> well, that's cool. So now you can throw a freaking great sword. That's pretty sweet. So is he still 20 feet directly away from me up on the ceiling, or do I have to move? Um, You'd have he's, to move. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20. I, for distance, I would just go by the the, the length of the, um, like how, yes, you can hit from here. Okay. Yeah. Just totally look at him. Freaking, I have the leaf blade out at this point. I'm just hucking at him. All right, roll attack with disadvantage. Uh, can I, I can't reckless my throw, can I? I don't know. What does reckless, what does reckless say? I think it's melee attack. I think it's melee okay. attack, yeah. Yeah. Throw it. Yeah, that's gonna miss. Oh, that's too bad. It really is too bad, but that's next time will be different. Maybe. Uh, yeah, that's only gonna be a nine to hit. Okay. Yeah, the blade kind of. Sorry. And there's a momentary like clang as it strikes the ceiling and sparks go flying, but then it disappears in this puff of uh, purple smoke and it appears back in your hand. Yeah. All right. Um, it is now the green or the black blobs turn. Um, it is going to begin to move towards um, uh, Lex and attempt to engulf you. 
Make okay. a dexterity saving throw. That's exciting. It's like a warm hug. The slimy hug. Hooray, danger sense. Hooray, danger sense. Hooray, 17. danger sense. 14? 17. 17? It's sort of like uh, splits and like bows apart and attempts to like crash down around you, but you manage to kind of tumble out of the way and it <laughs> reforms itself. Um, it is now Mardoon's turn. Uh, he is going to move away from the... Oh, I need to work my rage. 10, 15, 20, 25, and then he's going to step down. So now he's like 15 feet now, like above um, your head. Uh, five there for 15. You want the other one of those? That's fine. I hate it. Um, and he's going to... Um, Stare at Ally and at Lex. Um, both of you make charisma saving throws. Oh, thank God. Lex is right there. 17. <laughs> 17. If he sees me. There we go. 19. 19. Um, both of you manage to, while you find your, feel your minds recoiling in horror and pain, um, you do manage to kind of keep your focus on him, uh, but you do both take uh, let's see, what was that? Two, seven and six points of psychic damage each. Okay. The save is for the uh, the disadvantage on the next attack. Um, so it just hits? Right. should be uh, halved. I'm sorry. So what did I say to you? Seven. So it's three and six to you. That's uh, three. three as well. Yeah. All right. Um, and he is going to look at Bless. And you start to panic as Lex's form starts to change next to you. Make a charisma saving throw. No. No. Three. Three. Uh, you look, and there standing next to you is the creature from... Uh, Father Humphrey's room, and you use your reaction to strike out with your quarterstaff. No, we're lucky here. Uh, so that's going to be a a twenty-two. Well, that hits. That's going to be three points of damage. They're rolled a one. Uh, and that's bludgeoning damage. Yes. Okay. Have one damage. So yeah, Lex. All of a sudden, you just feel like. Quack! Like right across, like your chest. <laughs> Bless just smacks you with the quarter staff. And, and Bless, you're shocked to see that it's not the creature. It was Lex. It's all right. Probably deserved that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Right. Remember, you guys are allowed to use dialogue in combat as well. So. Nope. Um, all right. Uh, ally, then Bless. <laughs> just uh, throw a dart at him. All right. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Uh, six damage. Slipping pretty, uh, pretty spry still, um, as the dart kind of clings into his shoulders, he's crawling down headfirst, uh, down the wall, uh, towards the opening where Kai is standing. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. Alright. Uh, bless. Then Kaya. Uh-huh. I'm going to move this down. Diagonally, so we'll, we'll be the top of this guy. Okay. And it's going to attempt to hit it. All right, roll attack. And it's that one. 
I was no, just about to say, really? it's tragic no. if you can't yeah. get a news. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that somehow that somehow misses. Um, <laughs> but Maybe. uh, uh <laughs> Um. So yeah, you you swing or the this uh this arrow of, these three arrows of light shoot out of the bow um, and the the ooze seems almost like like part and it just <laughs> uh, strikes at the ground. Anything else? Uh, Told the dead again at our friend up there. Alright. So that's a wisdom saving throw. Yep. You might feel sooner. Uh, that is a 13. Nope, that passes exactly. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, as the bell kind of echoes through the white uh, marble walls of this dining room turned hangout lounge. Um, <laughs> your ears kind of all vibrate, but it doesn't seem to do anything to him. Um, Kaya, I'm Eric. Uh, I just had the realization that I didn't roll for Helmy's initiative because he is in my cope. Okay. Do you want me to just have him go on my turn? Um, sure, we'll have him go right after you. Um, can I roll because I want him to go before me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to let Helmy out of my coat then. And, um, I'm going to... You'd have to be like, because that's... Yeah, like, well, I can't make him fly above my head, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm just, because be... that was, the, that's not there. Yeah. Right, that's but like... I can't make him above my head, that's why I put him there. Oh. He's above my head. He shares my space. Okay. Um, uh, so I'm going to look up at this scary motherfucker climbing down at me from the okay. wall, and I'm going to scream, and I'm going to draw my crystal dagger out and move my hands, and I'm going to use my last spell slot and cast Scorching Ray at its base. Okay. That's, that's an attack roll? Yep. Okay. Balls. That's only gonna be one of them hitting. That was cocked, but I don't care. Uh. So, uh, 13, 15, and 24. 24 hits. So just the 2d6 then. Oof. Three <laughs> fire rough. damage to his face. Oh, that was rough. I'm going back to my other dice. This uh, new trade <laughs> thing is not working out for me. Uh, and as I do that, I'm going to back up into this tunnel. Okay. So he can't come land on my face. Okay. Challenge accepted. Helmy. And then uh, Helmy is going to... Uh, he's just going to fly up, and he's going to hang out up and around here somewhere. Okay. Uh, Era. I assume I can, like, go between the barrels and the chair. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, run over to the ooze. And if I can, like, be on the other side of the ooze from Lex, that'd be uh, preferred so he doesn't stab me again. <laughs> um, I would say you can kind of, like, scamper near these. For, like, this would be, like... Like, just be on these crates, or... Uh, they, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say you can get up on these crates if you want. And still stab the ooze? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stab the ooze, then. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna get stabbed by me now. With I mean, my fingers. You, you haven't fingers stabbed me stabbed. yet. Trust you more than I trust Lex at this point. If I hit you, you die, though. If anyone hits me, I die. <laughs> Stand next to me, I can't uh, hit shit. 14 to hit the ooze. 14 hits. Running away? 
Let's go uh, do I get sneak attack? Yeah. Awesome. That was awful. Ten? Ten damage. Ten damage? With your sneak attack? Yeah. Two, a one, and a three. <laughs> Oof. Rough. We are rolling like balls! <laughs> Yeah. Um, so hard. So, um, stabbing into this green uh, Icarus form, um, your blade like slips in, and th- there's like almost like smoke kind of like coming out as it, you can tell that the blade is almost burning this ooze as you s- stick it into it and pull it out um, as it kind of riles and coils and um, whatever sort of. Um, pain it's experiencing as an amorphous blob. Um, mm, Jello. How do you get sneak attack on something in the form? <laughs> do not. <laughs> because it has a face, you just can't see it. <laughs> it's not looking. It's all face, so technically. <laughs> yes, it's all face. It's just a bunch of eyes. Um, I don't like that any just better. one yes. giant eye. But the, as My you pull your blade out, jolly. there's like this black ooze on the blade, but it just kind of like sizzles and pops and drips off, and your blade almost appears, like, shinier than it did before. Nice. Clean. Oh. Um, it's oil, guys. It's oil. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's good for weapons. Um, uh, bonus act. Do I have any movement left? 5, 10, 15, 20? Not really. Yeah, 5 feet. Can I have, <laughs> I'm gonna bonus action disengage right next to Lex. Or not Alex. Alex, oh, sorry. Alex. It's still- there or there? Yes. Back behind the yeah, okay. right there. Give cool. me, give me away from everything. Sounds good. All right, uh, Lex, it is your turn. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I guess my focus is still going to be uh, on Mardoon, uh-huh. and I'm going to try and take a step and just jump upward to try and do a slash at him. You have the ramp jumping, right? Huh? You're, you're. He's 15 feet in the air. Just throw your sword. Just I mean. I can't do reckless with my sword right now if I do that. <laughs> it's an, a normal attack now again. Yeah, okay. but he, he would get advantage. Right. Yeah. Alright, fine. I'm just gonna throw the sword at him. Alright. Like, well, try and skewer him through the wall. That's better. That's uh, 19 to hit. 19 hits. See, you didn't even need reckless. Alright. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Uh, that is 17 points of psychic damage to him. Nice. 17. Um, okay. So as the blade it kind of strikes him, it almost, as it hits, and you expect to hear the sound of like metal cutting into flesh, it like dissipates. But as he's kind of crawling down the wall, you see him kind of like drooling and blood like kind of coming out of his ears continue to climb down the wall uh, anything else um I will take a step closer and so I'm still within the attack range of the freaking ooze I'll mm-hmm. just call the sword back okay so just gonna where are you standing pretty much right 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 in the, in the way yeah okay Balls. Um, okay well I know. He's crawling on the wall still so above me. <laughs> Don't run away. You'd be in the room. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> I'm going to laugh if he chases him down the hallway. We can talk in combat. <laughs> All right. He is going to uh, climb, scurry down the wall. Um, and as he hits the floor, he sort of 
stands up and you see his form sort of shift and he is Hi, a very similar um, green or uh, bluish gray skinned lanky creature with kind of these sinewy long arms and limbs and gangly long fingers um, who as he kind of like materializes in his new form he just whoosh, whoosh, makes two with these giant hands just winds up and slaps the shit out of you or tries to <laughs> But it's on the ground now, right? Ooh, uh, that's a natural twenty and a um, uh, nineteen. Both will hit. All right. But then you're raging. Yeah, I do think I'm still raging. Slaps are bludgeoning. Yeah. So, oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, I rolled two eights. So oh. one is eight, so <laughs> one is twenty for one. And then a 12 for another. So that is 32 damage that is halved. That is 16. 16? Yes. Lex is out, guys. Oh, no. I'd kill you outright. No. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it would. Yes. Same season. Uh, And he spins around and looks at... Well, it would. He spins around and looks at Ally. Ally, uh, make a Christmas season throw. You better fucking make this. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Uh, eight. You have to, you, you, where Eric once stood, the creature now rises up from the boxes. Yeah, unconscious. And. <laughs> oh no! Yeah! <laughs> I died! <laughs> See, you, you're, you're picking up on it though. Like, no, <laughs> not again. So, Ally turns and goes, ah! and like strikes out, and you manage to like duck behind, but as. Ally strikes out, he hits a box and just, just shatters into Guys, pieces. I'm sorry! As meats and cheeses go spilling out onto the floor. Oh, <laughs> you regained two hit points. <laughs> right. I eat 653 um, apples. He walks 15 feet down and he is going to step over Lex. Rude! And you see him kind of just like coming uh, down the hallway at you. Um, Ally. Okay, I'm right behind him then. Yep. Flurry of blows. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Yeah, you're unconscious. Yeah, you step over my dead body. That's gonna miss. Keep on Sleepy body. Sleepy uh, body. Nineteen. Nineteen hits. And uh, seventeen. Seventeen hits. Right. No, twelve. Sorry, twelve. Twelve does not hit. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, seven damage and. That was a flurry of blows, so... Uh, deck save. What are you trying to do to him? Knock him prone. I'm going to push him 15 feet into uh, Kaya. That is, a, <laughs> that is a 16. Yeah, he saves. Okay. Does it actually push him 15 feet? No. <laughs> well, I can. <laughs> Alright, um, bless, and then Kaya, then help me. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, what an inconvenient place to fall down. I mean, this is incorporeal. It's in the shortest spot. So we can hit this guy. It's gotta be 20. <laughs> Just all everyone piled up there. And this <laughs> bow <laughs> comes flying in. <laughs> where, where is the bow at? Can I occupy the space of somebody else? Yeah. Okay. It's just. It's incorporeal. Yeah, yeah. technically. Okay. So, yeah. 
I'm just gonna wake up and just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> So if I, I wake get up. With this. No, what's yeah, wrong? Another one. Another one? Jeez. Oh, good. Kill me. To, I think it's time to put that die away. It was so shiny. Yeah, that's not. It's not been helping today. Um, and then one, two. Just sail in line with this blob. Alright. And I reach down and cure wounds with my last spell slot. Fuck. <sighs> good luck, bud. 11 points of healing. Thank Don't stay next to anyone. <laughs> Um, okay, so <laughs> we'll say Ally gets pushed back one <laughs> as Lex. I'm still prone, but stands yeah. up. That's right. What is that spell? Lex, your Ally gets off of you as you wake mm-hmm. up. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Like, what? Oh. Yeah. Uh, spiritual weapon. Thank you. All right. Um, is that it, Bless? That'll be it. All right. Uh, Kyle, then Helmy, then Eric. Um. Um. Uh. I think I'm gonna back up some more. Quit saying I'm away from us. <laughs> Just want him to stay away from me, and I don't want to be near anybody else. Um, and I'm going to. I'm gonna let you go and let you fight him alone in the other room. I probably run faster than him. I think I'm just gonna lob a firebolt at him. Seen his gangly legs? Yeah, I'll just lob a firebolt at him. All right, roll tech. Eighteen. Eighteen hits. Roll damage. Uh, seven fire damage. Alright. Uh, he's looking a little worse for wear right now. Um, he's burnt and been cut and, um... Poked with the dirt. You can almost see every now and then this, like, this flash between where it's like, he starts to, like, looks like Mardoon, and then all of a sudden, looks like a, uh... Uh, this old bald dwarf in a rough spun tunic before going back to his gangly creature like form. Um, Helmy doing anything? And Helmy. Helmy is going to swoop around over here and is going to use the help action for Eret. Okay. Cool. Uh, Eret. Uh, so I'm just gonna jump in and stab the ooze again. Alright. And then disengage and run away. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What? I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait, I'm stacking the ooze. Never mind. 14. 14 hits. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I missed, I missed this guy again. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, it's an ooze now. Look, my heart can't take this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're running up. Attacking, disengaging, running back to where you were. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like being behind the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a nice spot. There's and there's no one near me <laughs> except for Helmy. Yes. God, I swear to God. Wait, Helmy. did you roll with advantage? Yeah. Okay. Because I help. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, six. So you get sneak attack from that too. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Twelve. Total. Twelve damage. Again, you go up and just like, <laughs> like almost like scoop some of this. Um, black ichor out of this form and it just goes splaying against the walls, uh, sort of sizzling and popping before dissipating uh, from the magical nature of your boomerang blade. Um, boomerang kukri. Yeah, you mean my kukri? I call it yeah, how dare you? He said my boomerang. He said my boomerang. He's not throwing a boomerang, it's a boomerang blade. <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be like saying I shoot my cross, and it's like, what are you talking about? My cross bow. Well, it, it looks like a cross. Wow. Anyway, uh, do the, the the creatures start, sort of start to like? It's in combat. We don't time for extra syllables. Uh, Lex, like blade, right. bow. So I'm gonna stand up, and I see this thing standing yeah. pretty much right in front I of shoot me. My seat. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just gonna get up and use my last rage. All right. Oh yeah, because you were an act unconscious. There's so many. Roll that D8. Everyone. What else am I gonna do? If everybody's out, fucking die. Roll a one. Roll a one. Kill Eric. Eric's over there. I'm good. Ah, what was five? Yeah, he's still in thirty feet though. Five. Yes. Plant life grows up around me. So you begin, Eric, or, uh, Lex begins to glow with this orange energy, and from him, uh, these vines and plants begin to grow up <laughs> in a uh, fairly large radius, a 10 foot radius. So, Sorry, guys. back to here, somewhere around here. Plants. They're growing just, up on the walls. Yeah, they just like. Why want to And yeah, now. as I. Uh, as I get back up to my feet, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna recklessly just try and slash him up. Sure, cross the back. Oh, it was so close. Uh, that's a twenty-five. Fucking twenty-five hits. Table. Oh come on! Oh, that stinks. That's eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As you strike into him, you hear him go, and then. All of a sudden, he's gone, and you see him. No, it was the running flames up here down in the hallway. <laughs> I, um, I missed my phantom sword. My didn't work. All right, no, it just uh, keeps focusing on that the rock. The glob is going to like rise up and, and try to splash on top of Bless. It's gonna not. Dex save. Uh, 20, 22. You managed to jump out of the way as a. Splashes on the floor and then reforms back away from you. Um, it is one. It is his turn. <laughs> keep dragging it away from us. Keep dragging it away from us. We can't help you all the way down there. Do, 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 do. And it, come around the corner. This creature <laughs> goes to try to slap you. Uh, that is a nine. Mm. That doesn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> and a 24. That one does, though. Pretty sure. Uh, that is... Eight bludgeoning damage. As oh. you just get smacked. Um, and... That's, that's gonna be it. As he's, as he's now trying to, like... He's gonna try to, like... Trying to, like, get past you, but... Um, is unable to at this point with you blocking the hallway. Um, <laughs> ally. I'm gonna punch the fuck out of this ooze. Alright. Get advantage. <laughs> oh, what's happening? So many dice to roll. Uh, so 22, 22, and. 16. 16. That's the one. <laughs> All three of those hit. Pretty sure it's going to be hard. You don't have ma- do you have magical punches yet? Uh, level six. Uh, 
So that's 15, 16, 17, 21 damage. So you just almost hopping onto this thing, you start <laughs> just spraying goo everywhere. You take nine points of acid damage. Um, as you can feel the the ichor burning at your uh, scaly fists, um, but you just pound on it uh, until your your fists start hitting solid marble, um, and the creature dissipates into just kind of this black loose film you just, on the ground. <laughs> you just bludgeoned a non-Newtonian liquid to death. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, bless, and then Kai, then help me. Pretty sure we are, we're all a little grossed out watching you do that. <laughs> it was here, so 5, 10, 15, 20, and then 5, 10. I'm going to run down the hall, too, so. 15, 20, 20. There we go. <laughs> you know, I can just run through that square. Five. You can. But you can't get through the grass um, all over. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah. God, fuck. This is not going to do. <laughs> Are you going to say what you're doing? Keep running okay. away. It really oh, works that. for you. Yeah. I need to make a wisdom saving throw. But so, what are you doing? What's the range of the dead? 60 feet. Oh, you could have. I could have. I'm trying uh, to get That two. is a. <laughs> something. Hold on. It is a 13. Yep, make the save. Oh. <laughs> She's a thief and a liar. Let her die. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kaya. What are you doing? I don't know. Um, she tries to steal from it. <laughs> she lies to On a space. different character? Probably. So mean. Um, I didn't steal the shit. <laughs> I can't get to her now, so. What you doing, Kaya? I should just dashed. I think I'm going to... I have no idea what I'm doing, too. God. How big's your circle if I can't move? 20 feet around him. Yeah, 20 feet around me, but it moves with me. Yeah, so, but I'm next. Yeah. What you doing, you can shoot it, I'm though, going to... I think I'm going to disengage. Okay. And I'm going to back up into the other doorway. Okay. Wait, the other... So I am blocking off the exits. Okay. Because I can't attack him without disadvantage over here. Okay. So, now it is Helmy's turn. Yeah. Helmy's just kind of splash around in the dead puddle. Oh, God. He's got, like... That would kill it instantly. <laughs> 60 foot of flying, so... And they're about, I would say, 10 foot high ceilings in the hallway. I don't so know. plenty of room for him to cruise over. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 30 40, 45, 50. Uh... I'm sorry, little guy. He's going to use the help action. So you're going to go harass the doppelganger with Helmy? Yeah, whoever mm-hmm. attacks next will get advantage. All right. Yeah, you have to pick someone. Yeah, you do. Uh, then that would be Aaron attacks next. I have a bow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to... Everybody get down! <laughs> get down again! No. Everyone jump! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll give it to Eric. All right. Hot dog. All right, Eric, what you doing? I'm going to climb up onto these boxes and look down the hall and, well, I'm going to draw my cuckoo first. Or my boomerang blade. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> then Either works. Go up the boxes and draw my bow and shoot uh, the thing. All right, and we give him, uh, like I said, it's kind of high ceilings, and if you do jump up on top of those boxes, I'd say you can get a little bit better of a vantage point, but it still have half cover. But it's with advantage. Get that sneak attack. 23? 23 hits? Yes! 218. Sneak attack. Can't wait till I actually have to go find another D6. I'm almost there. 12. 12 points of damage? Mm, Nice. Uh, he's looking pretty, pretty, pretty bad as he kind of turns the corner. He's getting pestered by Helmy, who's uh, squawking in his face, um, and the arrow sticks into his shoulder, juts out the other end. <laughs> All right, uh, let's. Okay. Could I? So I shout to bless to duck, and I would like to try and. Um. Uh, moving this way, try and jump across, uh, on the wall. I'm trying to like, do a wall jump over her and then keep uh, moving down the hallway. So you're trying to... Basically, I'm trying to vault over her. Alright, make an acrobatics check. Okay. To try to... To not have difficult training? Yeah, I, I'm gonna say it's still... Like, you're just trying to get past her. Yeah. Um, I'm, it's still... Well, that's one thing that I kind of wanted to ask you. So it says... It grows around you until you're rate. So, like, I'm not sure if that... I thought it was just, like, an aura that moved with me. Right. Like, I don't think it actually, based on how it's written, would necessarily affect you. Yeah, it's just a matter of, like, she's directly in my way, and that's right. just stopping me short. But, yeah, I'll, I'll say, um, because you have, uh, yeah, make, make an acrobatic check to try to jump by. All right, that was 16. 16. Um, yelling duck to bless and bless you sort of instinctively just like drop your head um, Lex sort of like like pushes off your back and like vaults over you um, and we'll say I, I will say that it, yeah, it's difficult feet. terrain to do to be able to do that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pass by, so 10, 5 10, 10 15 20 and then oh to still move with the aura the aura moves with you right so my, my movement's 30 though Right, I, I just I didn't know what you wanted to do. Oh, I was going like, to try and get up to okay. that thing. Uh, is it 20? Yeah, so I still didn't make it. Yep. You can but. see him now, though. Throw your sword. I'm just going to fucking huck the sword at him. Oh, so this is this, this one. Okay. Um, I know it doesn't have the throne property. How do we want to do that? Is it improvised I think it's dis- No, I think it's disadvantaged to throw things that are... Yeah. Because you're outside of the range, so then it becomes disabled. Don't you have a javelin or something? I thought no. you had one for you. Um, I don't have ranged weapons. I'll give you... You can huck it at him with disadvantage using your dex modifier. Um, but I don't think... Not the 2d6, just 1d6. Like, okay. That's kind of because it's like improvised, but it's still a big sword, so... Um... Does it have to be my dex mod or? Um, I'm figuring could. Because mm. I'm still just. Yeah, if you're hucking it, sure. We'll okay. say you're hucking it with your strength. Uh, that's 15. 15. Okay. This is. Oh wait, I'm raging. Uh. But it's not. That's not, not okay. Yep. Yep. So yeah, 15. This sword just goes ting ting ting, just kind of clanging into the wall. 15. Why 15? Huh? Okay, you're good. He's plus six. All right. 
Um, oh, you're right. It's plus six. Yeah, so fifteen, so seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Plus your rage. Well, the rage doesn't add to it. Oh, yeah, it I rolled. I rolled an eleven, so yes. Yeah. And it's. I don't have. I wasn't adding in proficiency with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Just your strength. Yep. Yeah. So fifteen. Uh, so I have my free action. I'll take Fury Cutter out. All right. Uh, the uh, creature is going to swat at Helmy. Oh, and he's in difficult terrain now too. Okay. Good to know. Uh, twelve. Actually, that does not hit. All right. Um, it is going to, after missing it, how many? 5, 10, 15, 20. And he's in difficult terrain. Uh, just the first one. Just the first one. So. Uh, oh, does it go around the corner? No, 10, 10 feet. 10 feet. It's 10 foot radius. So, yeah, I guess it would go there. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, and he sees you in the hallway. You As he comes around the corner, make a charisma saving throw. As he stares at you with his bulbous yellow eyes. Eight. All right. Oof. Oh, no. uh, you take you uh, ten psychic damage. Down. All right. Uh, ally. Uh, and Helmy also poofs. Yep. Out. But he didn't die. But he didn't die. He gives a good bird. So. <laughs> <clears throat> uh. Well, I there. I'm gonna go this way. There's like a door there. Yeah. Um. And actually, there was um. Shit. Shit! You have there's, a whole thing of mana here. I would assume. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. uh, no, there's not a doorway there. Never mind, because I was in the dining room. Uh, Convenient. Yeah, so, running that way. Um, I'm sorry if you found another thing to fight. <laughs> okay. Uh, it can, How far was that so far? Uh, you were here, so. 30? 30? 30? 30? You can see the. I guess you would have. Oh, you, would have been, you would have been able to see this, so you can go back to where you want okay. if you want, because you would have seen that it turns. Yeah. Up. If it doesn't go that way. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'll just bonus action dash to get to. Right up next to it. Thank you, Zach. Here. All right. So, screen uh, past you all. To bonus there. Yeah. Step yep. of the wind. Oh wait, and I don't. Oh no. Oh. Oh, you go further. Oh um, no! Sorry, I was thinking that it was that I wouldn't have to do difficult terrain, and I might be able to get there. But that's mobile, not oh. step of the wind. Alright, is that your turn? Yes. Bless. Mm. I just saw Helmy disappear. I'm so angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bird. <laughs> I just wish her owner was cooler. <laughs> you and might not have to wish that for long. I think I is cool too. <laughs> 
Yeah, but she's a thief and a liar. Um, Not a thief, <laughs> Jesus. And part of actions. Can I hold my action? Suggest to otherwise. Dash? What are you waiting for? What's the triggering event? Lex to move. To just move? Yes. Once he moves, you move? Yeah. Sure. I'm falling behind the rough train. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it would be equal to me dashing. Sure. Kaya, make a... Yeah, I would. <laughs> death saving throw. Here, you're up next. Please don't roll um, Roll a one. Roll a one. Roll. <laughs> guys. I didn't say that. Oh. It was a journey. That was a journey. <laughs> yeah, it was. What? You got That's three. a 17. You got so three. So one of save. All right, Eric. Um, so leaving my boomerang blade there, I'm going to dash down the hallway, I guess. All right. Well, move and then... It's a bonus action dash. Yeah. So 50 feet in total. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55. So you're right behind. Cool. Right, yeah, because... Well, 50, yeah. Okay. Um, anything else? I got nothing else. You can or... dash with your action, yeah. can't you? Oh, can yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. move another 25. Okay. You get just out of... until I move. <laughs> you get there, I think? Sure, we'll say that. You get there. Um, okay. Uh, Lex, it is your turn. Um... Would it be an action to pick my other sword off the ground? Alright, I'm just gonna put the other one away, scoop that one up, and try and move through this. How far can I get? If I let everyone know that I'm on my way through. 20, 25, you get there. Um, and I I just can't attack him from there. No, not from around that corner. Just like, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. And you were going to move as soon as I moved, right? Yep. So that is now all out to here. It's not difficult terrain. Uh, all right, that's my turn. Because you dashed, right? So you no, could you just moved. You didn't dash, did no, you? No, no. Uh, bless. I you did, but I don't think... But you I... could get here. You sure, could... I can't attack around that corner. You can move further, can't you? Right no. beside the terrain. <laughs> right there. It's ready to go. Huh? Isn't All it right. just difficult terrain if you go through people? Yeah, he moved me as far as I could get. Right, but if you dash, can you go further going through people with difficult terrain? Oh, okay, sure, I could do that. Yeah. Hmm? You still wouldn't be able to get past that guy, though. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. enemies will block your movement, that's right. Yeah. Alright, he is going to uh, disengage. Five. Or, wait, sorry. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Steps. <laughs> jumps on Kaya and keeps running. Fine. <laughs> we'll get him. All right. Um, ally. Uh, 5, 10, 15. Uh, <clears throat> I will stop at Kaya and do a medicine check. All right. <laughs> oh. Somehow hurts you. <laughs> no, it's a four. Yeah, with the, hot on the tail of the creature, you stop and you're just like, ha, 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 I'm so distracted, and you can't. Do you have movement left at all, or is that a? No, I can still move. You just see a trickle of blood 
running from Kai's ear. You kind of like just like smush it into her face. <laughs> you don't feel like a on my neck. <laughs> Keep that in you. <laughs> um, all right, uh, bless. Uh, I'm gonna move oh, yeah. out of the way at least. Okay. What's your movement speed? <clears throat> a lot. 40. Oh yeah, that's right, you're a monk. Mm. Uh, Bless. I can't get to it. I can move my arrow, but I can't get to her. I guess maybe you can put it on here so I can go like, right there. Alright. Oh, they can see. Um, Would you like to like hold your dash again, kind of yeah, thing? Hold For dash once. Again. He's out of the way. Yeah. Yep. Does my rage end immediately after I don't attack on a turn or take damage? So one, just one turn. So, so yeah. yeah, I think it's one turn. Yeah. So it would. It probably ended a little while ago, but. You have to make an attack, or you have to take, take damage. damage. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't do either. So yeah. Why don't so yeah. There's the grass and then plants <laughs> disappear. Thank God. All right. Um, uh, so yeah. What, I... uh Oh, sorry. Of course, she could have got farther than two. Yes. If that's gone, is Lex just rough terrain? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, or he blocked the way completely? Yeah, I, I would say in this hallway, it's pretty big. You can probably do rough terrain. So, but that's gone, so. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30. Yep. And action, using a healing kit. Okay. Stabilize. Stabilized. As Bless sort of kneels down next to um, Ally and quickly whips out a kit and starts patching up. I assume uh, she like slides into home, like (laughs) pulling it out. Yes. Yep. Stuffs cotton balls and Kai's ears. Box to mark stable, or is it just the three? No, you just three successes. Yeah. All right. Um, Kaya, you're sleeping. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to move and 5, 10, 15, 20. I s- can I see the monster from 25 feet? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25? I can't tell. Uh, Probably. Mm. Yeah, I'll stay. With Bless in the way, like, it would be half She's leaning down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right in his way. <laughs> I assume she That's actually worse. Just, stopped, just bent at the hips. <laughs> and then stood right back up. Okay, I'm going to... bend and snap you. I'm going to bonus action dash then. Okay. Uh, to momentarily occupy the same space as Bless. And fire at the guy. And okay. then... Back up behind her. Okay, what are you firing with? My bow. Alright, roll attack. I don't think I can. I think that's a bonus action to hide, right? Yeah. Balls. Uh, It is a 16 hit. 16 does hit. I think it's AC is 16, guys. (laughs) But I don't get my sneakers. 7 damage. All right, in no the back of the me. head. Another arrow in the back of his other shoulder. <laughs> God damn, I really love those shoulders. And you see this dark red blood go spraying up on the side of the the hallway as it's now almost kind of like half dragging, half walking, just trying to get out of there. Um, Lex. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna be ba- directly behind Bless. 
Um, and as you shoot the arrow at it, it again moves like in a poof of almost like smoke. Like you blink and you assume it's there. You see it there. Then the next thing you know, it's further down the hallway. Stupid nightcrawler. All right, uh, Lex. Um. <laughs> can I bonus action dash to try and get? Or you can action dash. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I can action dash. <laughs> yes. Uh, totally so I want to. Uh, you know, almost like. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. Crunch, Moving crunch, through crunch, everyone. Crunch, crunch. Not stepping on Kaya. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Uh, so that's just, that's the max. Yeah. I mean, here, wait, so where are you at? You're right here? Yeah. Alright. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, run up and so as he, he kind of quickly turns around and looks at you make a Christmas saving throw yeah I'm gonna fail this <laughs> yep seven what is right. going on why with the negative why? okay what's that nothing <laughs> okay what, what was it <laughs> I know that they passed in class <laughs> um, you see where Ally is standing, the creature kind of turn and look at you, roll a melee attack for a reaction. With my bow? Uh, no, just a melee attack. You're just gonna mm. punch him. I'm gonna punch him? I would say you'd use whatever you would attack him with, with, okay, so if you thought it was the creature. I would drop my bow then and pull up my, oh wait. I left my boomerang bait play back. Yeah, you dropped the boomerang uh, blade. Yeah, why did you leave the blade there? Because I play. Uh, you only can switch weapons once. Oh, I don't think we've ever done that. Oh, that's how I've always done it. So. Oh, I can. You can have the blade on you if you want. Uh, I was I, wondering why you dropped it. <laughs> I'm gonna stab him with the boomerang blade then. All right, roll attack. Sorry. <laughs> nope. Uh, Eleven. No, it doesn't hit. No. All right. Um, so you swipe at ally. You manage to like would jump out of the way as Eric with his wild-eyed stare just swings at you with his blade. Not or even. Uh, uh, all right. No, yeah. And then he's going, going to. Well. He's going to approach you and two slap attacks. Slap at that base. <laughs> Soft twenty and twenty-two. Yeah, both will hit. Can we switch dice? Uh, nine plus seven. Yep. So less is down. Uh, and he moved how far? Five, ten. Right. Just because well, he was here. Five. No, he was right there. Yeah, he five, moved. Five, ten, two. fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. Balls. All right, ally. Okay, I'll bonus action to get here. Oh, you're the same size as me, though. I can't. That's right. <laughs> nope, next one up. Oh, next one up. Oh, right, next one? Yeah. Nice. And I will use my action to punch him. Uh, 16. 16 hits. Just hits. Yes. Oh. Nine damage. Nine damage. 
He's still up. Barely. <laughs> you punch him in the back and you hear like a rib crack and <laughs> trying to You got a key point, right? Away. Yeah. Alright, bless. Just go from one person to the next, saving them. 15, 20, 25, 30. Perfect. 10, 15, 20, um, this is the time for it to work. You're down. Oh, no. You're stable. Yep. So I'm going to hold up my, like, bump up my necklace a bit and cast Preserve Life again. So I'm going to use an action to cure you seven and you eight. And wow. that is. So you guys pop up. Basically, up. yeah. Nice. Alright. Um, Lex is still down, though. Yeah, I'm still prone. So. This was right here, so that's gonna be. Uh, Just busted through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, technically it can't. It's like, <laughs> but if I can see it, but I can't. Yeah. All right. Oh, Kai is uh, she might kill this. Sorry, I just wanted. Oh, uh, Kai, you almost like hearing a whisper from Bless in your ear. You wake up on the floor, Eric, kind of being like. <laughs> Because <laughs> I assume that's what you do when she looks over at you. Seems on brand. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to notice Bless running that way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to half my movement to get up, and I'm also going to run that way. Uh, so then 5, 10, 15. Is yep. what I've got? Yep. Oh, fuck. I don't think I got anything I can do from there either. Uh, oh yeah, you can't bonus that. You can dash. That's her action. Yeah, I will do that. You can also just look out that window, and if he pops out, see if you can hit him. <laughs> Peekaboo! Well, I was oh, thinking yeah. I could dash to over here, and then, well, it would be a disadvantage. How big are the windows with the bars on them? Um, They are probably about eight or nine inches wide. Um, five, six feet tall-ish. Um, enough for you to kind of like see out of. So if you went diagonal there. Yeah, so I'm going to diagonal here and I'm going to use my action to call Helmy back out, out here. Alright. This is right, well, I see what you mean. Cool. Um, he's going to kind of like throw the door open, but Eric, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to move and I'm going to bonus action dash. And I'm just gonna be like booking it, and as Lex is like slowly getting up, I'm gonna like jump off his back with my boomerang blade and right. stab it into this guy. All right, roll attack. <laughs> I swear to God, if I miss, I'm just gonna leave. Hey! Eighteen. <laughs> Eighteen hits. How do you want to do this, Aaron? <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Yeah, okay. Like the best roll of the night. Pretty much exactly how I described it. I right. leap off of legs and like into the back of his head. So Aaron kind of composes himself in the painting room and keenly listens for where the, the commotion sort of leaving uh, out the estate. And he, like a blur, moves past you all, jumps over Lex, and ally, you feel this foot on the back of your head as Eric as, as Eric launches off of you and just, just embeds the blade almost like an axe, like into the back of this thing's head as it just starts kind of 
slamming its head around it's snacking its limbs on the door um, blood flying over you see it again shift from uh, various forms from Mardoon to Humphrey to ones you've never seen before halflings, humans, dwarves um, seemingly every poor soul that this creature has ever um, harvested information from and stolen its identity uh, seems to flash back through uh, this creature's form before it slams both arms on the door and just crumpling to the ground. <coughs> Aaron, I think you can get the head for this one. Uh, no thanks. Oh yeah, you have a nice cloak now, don't you? Not an old ratty one? Yeah, here. He's got the old ratty one too. Hey, you need it? No, you have the... No? Next, we've talked about this. It's probably covered in my blood. Let's <laughs> fade. So. Oh, I was gonna use it to clean the blood off my dagger. Oh, here you go. If it's covered in your blood, I don't think it'll work. As you all are speaking, Gus <laughs> could probably mend that. You look over, and Bless's body has begun to slightly glow, <laughs> and the walls behind her become somewhat visible as her body begins to fade, her form becoming more translucent as a white glow rises from her. Wait, what? <laughs> this is all very confusing to you all. Bless? Okay. Is this kind of like what happens whenever I get angry? Is Bless angry? No. This is right. What's right? This. A sense of peace and accomplishment. Completion sort of washes over you. What is... what is this? It's fine. Bless, what's happening? Everything's okay. You can see directly behind Bless what appears to be this vaguely shimmering humanoid shape. Like the mix of a mirage and some sort of divine presence. You can see the form gently rest an ethereal hand on Bless's shoulder and whisper something in her ear. And slowly, your friend Bless, the hornless tiefling, who you knew to be a stalwart champion of decency and hard work, fades off into the next life. As she passes, her necklace slowly floats down to the ground. I I reach at her as she becomes incorporeal. It's fine. Bless, you can't go! Everything is fine. You reach out and you can feel sort of a, a tingling sensation where your hands should meet. And as you keep your hand extended out, her form fades even more. That sensation passes until there's nothing left but her necklace resting on the ground. Well, <laughs> that was uh, unexpected. Kaya, I, th- I think you should have the necklace. I fall to my knees. 
and put my hands on the necklace. I don't pick it up, I just put my hands on the necklace. I'll walk over, put a hand on Kaya's shoulder for about a second, and then um, walk further into the building. Okay. I'm just sitting there dumbfounded. Still kind of coming back to consciousness. I think she knew this was going to happen. She'd been acting so strange. I didn't notice. I didn't know she was going to leave again. This wasn't the deal we made. I thought we gave up everything to bring her back for good. You all, despite the fervor of battle, feel a sense of fullness and strength about you as you can feel the life force that you all sacrificed to bring Bless back is returned to your bodies. I think we just saw a god. What was his name? Albuterol? (laughs) Almerius? Almerius, right. So, Eric, you head back into the main city. Are you looking at anything in particular? Uh, I'm gonna like inspect as I go, and I'm just kind of like searching the plane for any clues. Sure. Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, that's that dice gone forever. Uh, thank you. Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, looking around the crates and barrels, um, it seems that this is very kind of similar stuff to what you found in the secret room. Um, fine meats and cheeses, um, candies and sweets, um, and a few crates of empty liquor bottles. Tucked underneath the chair, you find two vials with the green green gem powder in them. Okay, well, I'll get them. Keep looking. So we cut back to Lex, Kaya, and Ally. Why did she go? Lex is right. We went to the temple and it brought her back. There must have been some condition to it. Placing your hands on Bless's necklace, it feels very familiar to you. (laughs) Face. (laughs) I cry like I am in real life. 
And the flavor text on there is pretty good. <laughs> I can't see it through the tears. I'm read it in one. She was our friend. She saved us. And I just dissolve into tears. Much like now. Lex and Al, I assume you're staying in this foyer with comforting Kaya? For a few minutes. And then I get bored and go try to open this door. Okay. I don't feel like moving anywhere else. Okay. Um, I assume you're exploring the rest of the Mm -hmm. domicile? Uh, Sneakily, probably. Alright, real stealth. 24. Okay. Kind of sneaking through some hallways uh, throughout this house, um, you find what looks like was meant to be a kitchen um, with cupboards and pantry doors smashed and ripped off the walls. You find broken bottles, arrows embedded in paintings. A handful of longbows, some of them snapped in half, lie on the floor tangled with the bowstrings. Baseball-sized holes are smashed into the walls, and a sledgehammer lies in the middle of a chair that has been smashed to pieces. Uh, are any of the paintings, like, can I tell what any of the paintings were? Are any of the arrows recoverable? Uh, make an investigation check. 21. 21. Um, the paintings themselves um, have been slashed and marred. Um, you can see that some of them may have been portraits, others landscapes, um, but this room is just sort of torn to pieces. Um, you do manage to recover six arrows. To ally. You head over to the, um, the wooden door off the foyer, and do you open it? The door creaks open um, to a short hallway with a door off to the side and another large door um, at the end of it. So there's like two doors ahead? Two doors. Short, ten-foot hallway. Door on the left side, door in front of you. And I'll open the closest. Uh, you open it up, and it looks like it's some sort of privy or bathroom. Then I'll go to the next. Opening it up. Uh, <laughs> Can I you, explore it? <laughs> you open to a um, a master bedroom of sorts. A massive four-post bed with a canopy is in the center of the room. It's a dark gray color with blue floral finishes. It's neatly made. Uh, is there anything under it or desks or drawers or anything? Make an investigation check. There doesn't seem to be much more than just the uh, bed in here. Uh, ten. Ten. Um, poking around the bed, checking it, um, you find a dagger under one of the pillows. Okay. That's it. Eric, I assume you're going to the next room? Mm-hmm. All right. Like a python making your way through the hallway. 
Uh, you come upon <laughs> a room. One. A room that. <laughs> well, I noticed how you reacted to the first one. It's so bad. It's um, so bad. You come to uh, a door, and there's just this smell. Ugh. This putrid smell wafting from behind it. Do you open it? Uh, I check my traps. Make an investigation check. Because I'm not making that mistake again. 22. Doesn't appear to be trapped. Okay, I'll open it. Opening it, you are hit with this rancid, rotting smell of decay and filth as this room is filled with refuse and trash um, piled in stacks, flies buzzing throughout. Is there a door on the other side or anything, or is it just like a closed off room? There is. You are in a hallway that does connect to another room, but there is also a, a door uh, <coughs> off to, in, on the side of this trash room. It looks like at one time it was storage. There are large shelves kind of built into the walls, but most of them sit empty, and trash and junk is just piled everywhere. Would I guess that that door would be like to the outside, or it looks like it would it may lead into the next room that connects to this that is connected from this hallway. Uh, so I have the two options. Yep, I'd close. I'll close the door okay. the other way. All right. So opening that door, uh, this room looks like it would have been meant for a servant's quarters. Um, there are bunk beds sort of built into the sides of the walls. But the ground is covered in a variety of different large pillows. The windows are covered with blankets. A small stool. Um, and I assume you're probably going around with like a torch or something or some mm-hmm. kind of light. Okay, yeah. Um, a small stool with a gold plate on it um, is filled with incense near the side door that leads to this trash room. Um, near the doorway is a large bowl of what you know to be the red rocks of blood tongue spilled out on the floor. There are empty and partially drank liquor bottles that sort of line the walls and dot the area between these pillows strewn about on the floor. And the only door is the, the refuse room. And the way that you're and the doorway that you're standing in. Okay, well, close the door and go back. Okay. You all meet back up in the foyer where Kaya is obviously extremely upset. Uh, as if in a daze, I'm going to get my spell book out and I'm going to open it. And I'm going to start ritual casting Detect Magic. Okay. Remembering what we did in the last place. Um, I guess, um, that takes, what, ten minutes? That's probably half. Was that when everybody, like... When everybody left the room. Okay. Yep. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, nothing is popping in this room. I'm gonna get up, and I'm gonna start walking around. I'll let you know what I saw. Walking throughout the home... Based on Eret's guidance, nothing seems to pop. Come back and 
let it drop. So, um, I guess we should probably take it easy for the rest of the day. It's about noon. You're all sort of starting to feel, you know, the fog of exhaustion starting to kind of creep up on you all as you're abnormally tired for it being still daytime, but you've been running yourselves ragged as of late, journeying through the mines of the Gem Faithful Commune to running back to Horn Rock to try to bring Bless back. It's starting to catch up with you. Was that was his hat a part of his transformation or was it set Um, I finally get back up off the ground and um, just kind of look at everyone what are we doing are we staying here are we going back through the vacancy we have horses and a cart that can take us out pretty easily alright and I grab the thing by the shoulder blades and just pick it up you don't want to just leave that here we might need it you bring a dead body with you? Yeah. Okay. Should we say something? For us? Where I'm from, when somebody passes away, everybody says something. It's the last thing you can do. I don't know if we should do it here, or later, or the temple, or... We can do it here if you want. It's hard to know because there's there's no body. I think she'll appreciate it no matter where you do it, huh? So what are you all doing? I don't even know where to begin. Can I leave the house? Looking out for the cycle boys? Yeah, um, they seem to have sort of peeking out. You can see across the bridge. They sort of taken back up to their positions. The amount of time that you were in there probably led them to believe that you did indeed belong there. Okay, I'm gonna wave and kind of crack a smile and then go saddle, like get the horses and the cart ready. Okay. Heading into the stable, um, you do find the black cart, um, and next to it, um, or actually I should say loaded into it, there are three crates um, that are marked. Um, sorry, two crates and one barrel. Um, one contains dried fruits, another contains fine whiskey. The other is a barrel of Kevorkian oil. Um, bring... the, 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 the horses make um, make to make an animal handling check to try to <laughs> corral them into. <laughs> They're well trained. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, it takes a little bit of coaxing, but you do manage to kind of lead the horses um, to the the carriage. Cool. Yeah. I'm their best friend. Uh, can I take? You said dried fruit. 
I'll take some out and feed it to each one of the horses. Okay. Um, and then bring the cart around the front. Alright. Um, Lex, you wanna, can you, like, make the body look like it's alive? Oh wait, they probably haven't seen <laughs> it. Looks like a gr- it looks like a, gr- a gray-blue skin. <laughs> Dead-eyed no, <laughs> creature. No, no, no. Anyway, um, so, I got the cart. Should get us out of here. Okay, it's time to go. Do you have anything you do want to say to her? I'll pick up Les's necklace. Now stand up, and I'll hold it. And I'll just whisper thank you. For being my friend. And taking very good care of me. I'll wander over to where Bless was last standing and just pull out a single gold coin and just put that at her, uh, where her feet would have been. She said she didn't need it, but I don't know, maybe just in case. And I'll go back and pick up the body and start walking out the door. <laughs> As we walk out, I just, yeah, quietly back to the room. Thank you, Bless. Dust myself off to head out. I guess there's work to do. I assume you all just are heading out of here and not slowing down for anything, or are you? Uh, as we cross the bridge... Mm-hmm. You chop off all our heads? No. <laughs> um, do the Sackle boys... Do they look at us in any way? Like, so now they try to talk about. Oh I mean, God, they're, this cart. they're kind of like trying to like step out to like be like, like, like hey, like what's up? Are you guys stopping or slowing down? I throw the body at their feet. Okay, <laughs> and we don't slow down. Okay, um, they all kind of like you see them all as you turn around. See them kind of like recoiling in horror, and and I just uh, like as as I throw, I just turn them all and just like completely just dead eye at this point. Find another line of work. <laughs> and you all... I'm still covered in blood. In, so. in a cloud of dust. <laughs> Most of it's your own. Leave the body of Father Humphrey, Lemoyne Mardoon, many others, many unknown, behind at the feet of the Slaghole Boys as you return to the bronze trumpet. Uh, do they have, like, a stable hand? Um, you've seen occasionally a, a, a cart or two parked outside of here. No stable nearby, necessarily, though. Hmm, okay, I guess we'll have to tie it up ourselves. However, we do that. Ask what Dromley has to say. I'll probably have some idea. You guys want to handle that? I can go report to the Stedman. Wrap this up today. Be done with it. Don't forget our other cart that he owes us. That's a lot of horses. Why don't we just 
Why don't we just ride this all the way up to uh, his place and just leave it there? I don't want this thing. Well, at the very least, we could sell it then. Whatever, fine. We should take care of it now anyway, we should all go. Maybe what's his name will buy it. The outfitter. Oh, younger? younger? Maybe. I think that oil might be his. He can buy it. We should go see the Steadman now. I agree with that. Okay, I guess uh, we leave the trumpet. Alright, take the card up to the mm-hmm. Steadman. Alright. Following somewhat of the same protocol that you've um, gotten accustomed to, going to the Mind Master Manor, Levi welcomes you inside um, and begins walking you into the main courtroom uh, before the Steadman sort of interrupts or intercepts you halfway in the hallway and says, Levi, you may leave us, and sort of holds court with you there in the hallway, looking at you all covered in blood says perhaps next time clean yourselves up a bit perhaps next time clean your town up a bit what is that supposed to mean means your town's a mess we did the job do you understand what we've gone through here do you understand what what we've we've gone gone through? through do you know how many families have had to uproot their lives because of the gem mine shortage do you know the sacrifices that we've had to make? The lives that have been lost? Do you I know that we only you... have four people here? I'm not in the mood to deal with any of this shit anymore. We've done your favor. I want our payment, and I just want to be done. Yes. Well then. He pulls a thing out of his... Would you like the information that I was seeking out for you, or I assume you've already... Close that, based on the look of you all. You asked for information, I have it. Yes. Sure. Mr. Lemoyne Mardoon... Is gone. Well then. The information I had was that he had purchased some tapestries. Some centuries-old family heirlooms. The Mind Master sold. So as to buy food for the people. And according to my records, he may live somewhere in the vacancy. Again, I assume you already all knew that. Now, about your payment then. I shall require each of your names so as to mark it in the register for payment in accordance with fulfilling a job for the Mind Master. I will arrange for the cart and the horses to be delivered to Yonder's Outfitters and Trade Goods. I've also secured passage for you on the caravan as well. If you should choose to leave, there is a spot available for you. So, with that, I should need your names. Kaya. Kaya Thorne. It's just Lex. Eric. Ally. Any last names? No, I was never given one. Me either. Deception. 
23. Very well then. It's done. Your payment will be awaiting you. Anything else? Can one-fifth of what you were paying us... I think it should go to the Temple of Elmerius. Well, I'm giving you a cart. Alright. I can provide one of the horses to a, a temple. We do not have a temple to Elmerius here in town. It's fine. Thank you for the offer, though. Thanks for helping us out with all this. Do you know if any of those portraits had any significance? I believe we found them. Yes, they were. You may notice the bare halls of the court here. They were centuries-old portraits, paintings, tapestries that have been in the Mind Master's possession for many generations. Many of the artwork and heirlooms that once resided in this noble house have been sold off to try to make up for the lack of revenue coming in from the mines. Well, I don't know if it this is the end of this, but they were all torn up and abused. And if you want to try and recover anything, this is where they're at. And oh, you know. right. well, I but, certainly appreciate that. Um, we thank you for the opportunity. Um, like you said, we're having a rough day, so we'll be on our way then. I understand, and I do apologize for my curtness. And us for our reactions. Well, if there will be anything else, you do know how to get a hold of me. Yep. But I assume this is the end. And you will be leaving Hornrock. So, with that, I bid you farewell. And he turns and goes back into the courtroom. Let's go sell his cart. Yeah. Get the shit out of it. <laughs> Should some of us go back to the end? I'll go. I'm not feeling very talkative anymore. I'd That's good. Honestly, rather we stay together. I just start heading out. I don't think it's for the best right now. Kaya. I'll go with whoever, whichever party is bigger. Well, Lex is just walking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party of three, I guess. What are you guys doing? Going to sell that cart? Alright. Yeah. Uh, we go to Yonder's. Alright. Um, to just sort of speed up this a little bit, um, Yonder is not currently available as you go to his place of business. Um, does he have any subordinates that would handle that? Um, it seems that they are leaving whatever sort of financial transactions you're looking for to Yonder. Okay. Um, they kind of have this. They recognize the cart, but you on it is weird. Weird. So they're kind of like, eh, come back, come back later. 
Now they recognize the scriptures huh. of it. Yeah, right. The card. <laughs> I don't think you'd ever asked any of them about the cart, did you? No. Just yonder. Yep. Um, um, so, do we want to just hold on to this, or do we want to go find a random stall? We've got time before we're going to leave this town if we go with the caravan. Yeah, but we have time. We don't have to sell it out. That's what I mean. It doesn't have to be this moment. We can wait. Okay. Um, take the cart back to the trumpet. Okay. Um, heading inside, um, Lex is already there, I assume. And you, you would have yeah, been. I probably would have just got... I thought about maybe just taking a short rest on a bench, but I'll just... <laughs> okay. Um, as you all join Lex inside, uh, Drumley says, Oh, Miss, Miss Kai, I have a, uh, I have some things for you. Uh, uh, this came from a, uh, gentleman that looked like a god, I think. Thank, thank and, you. And, um, Phil in a green <clears throat> robe dropped this off not that long ago, actually. Just... I know what this is. You recognize that jar. I do. As one that Aww. a very similar one that Dank had given you. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the episode where Daddy cries. I just quit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a momentary break here. <laughs> I just sits down and cries. <laughs> Come back. Um. <laughs> uh, I'll bite my tears and I'll I'll tell Dromley thank you, and uh, I will let him know that we need one less room tonight. All right, I'll, I'll make it open. You've got... Just remember, you can stay here as long as you like. Thank you, I appreciate that. Hey, hey, Dromley. Um, do you have any experience taking care of horses or anything? No, I don't, but I've got a relationship with a, with a guy who owns a stable, not, a stable not far from here if you're looking for some boarding for your horses. Do you know if he's looking to buy? I can... Certainly check with him. If you could. Um, the horses on the black card outside are ours. Alright, if you wouldn't mind, I'll, I'll just run them over there for you. And if you guys can watch the place for a moment. Uh, yeah, I can stay up that long. Thanks. Alright. So Dromley tends to the horses. As the four of you sit in the empty and quiet bronze trumpet. I'm gonna leave five gold on the bar. Alright. And I think with that, we will pick it up next time. Thank you so much to everyone for watching yet another episode of Duck Duck Dice. There is always more work to do, but like we always say in the game of life and all <laughs> others, roll on.